Hey, listening audience, this is Mama Bad Guy. And Let's die, Jack! Oh, you're lying. He is not a loser, you know He's that. He's a Chris. loser. <laughs> and you're listening to the Big Pop Theory Podcasting. Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Featuring Captain Shakespeare. I am the captain, he stole my name. And Bad blood pressure that just officially went through hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the big pop theory podcast episode 39 this is going to be a fun one i already know it's going to be a fun one because just before the show started there was a lot of uh chatter but you know that's not how we do the show let me do the you know tell who's on the show it's I, the great grand pooper, bad guy Jack, and I'm joined with the spectacular Shea Sawyer. Shea Sawyer, a.k.a. Shea Summers, a.k.a. Sawyer. Sawyer, tell the people how are you. I am great. I am grand slam great, actually. Grand slam. Oh, well, I'll be. <laughs> well, I guess that's already revealed that we have a guest because there was uh, that was not the uh, dog that's with Dick Dashley that was laughing. But we have a guest here, uh, Shay Sawyer. <laughs> this is our very first guest, uh, 39 episodes in, and we have a guest. Um, he's a close friend of mine. I've known him for uh, what he would say 20 plus years. Thanks for showing how old we are, dude. But it is Storm. 49, uh, 459. Oh my god, he said 40. Jesus, you, you must really want to push that door 40, man. Uh, we're close to it, dude. We're close to it. But, uh, Storm, why, yeah, don't you tell yeah. the people, why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself? And, uh, yeah, the floor is yours, sir. Oh, uh, well, let's make things let's make one thing clear Tim TV was a liar, so we don't go, uh, in all hindsight. Uh, Ronnie gets the reference. Uh, just a, <laughs> just a typical gamer, man. I like to stream every now and then. Um, I've had my interactions with Cap on her stream. Um, shout out to Cap because she sent some stuff to my way also as well. So definitely shout out to you, Cap Shea. Um, and as Ron would say, we go back so many years watching wrestling, throwing popcorn at the screen. So uh, it's great to be here um, to support the project and uh, definitely be a part of this show because uh, what a week have we had last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, why don't we just jump into We don't usually do a lot of wrestling news and stuff like that. We usually just give our thoughts about the week in wrestling and the shows and all that stuff, but there's been a lot that has happened in the last. We didn't do a show, excuse me, last week. Hiccups. Um, we uh, we didn't do a show last week, but uh, drink vodka. We um, <laughs> but we um, you know, we lost last week. We lost Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt, and we wanted to send our condolences. We didn't have an opportunity to say all that. Um, but um, Terry Funk, I I do want to take the floor, and if you guys want to, if there's anything that you guys remember about Terry Funk, please take the floor. The man lived a uh, incredible long life. Uh, I believe he was 79 years old. He, mm-hmm. uh, I got familiar with him. I would say in WCW, and I remember because they started later in 2000. And uh, not invented. They didn't invent the hardcore division, but they had their own hardcore division. Later that year, you know, WWF they, or WWE, WWF, whatever you want to call them, they had their own hardcore division and WCW wanted to uh, have their own, you know. Uh, and, uh, and I say all that, but also, too, I, I should say ECW is, I feel like, what helped have the hardcore division to begin with. Let me just throw that yeah, out there. Yeah, part and soul of hardcore. And, and um, 
I got familiar with him later on. Uh, I remember he was like the general manager or something. I remember I didn't like him immediately because he was getting in Brett's way. So anytime, because if, if you're in Brett's way, I just don't like you. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Um, but I remember. That's a lot more than what I can say because I don't even know who he was until until he this passing. And I, I never really followed his career like that. I know he's a legend for the hardcore reasons, but um, well, I don't know too much of him. It's 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 way more than the hardcore stuff because you gotta look at his NWA stuff. And I think I guess you would say, and I would I would give the floor to people who grew up watching him. So there's people like he did the stuff in the NWA. He had the matches with Ric Flair. He was an NWA champion. He was in WCW, ECW, WWE, and WWE. He, um, what was this other uh gimmick? He was Chainsaw Charlie. I didn't know so much about any of that stuff myself either, um, but I got really familiar with. Um, okay, I got familiar with. Um, I got familiar with some of the stuff in WCW, and then uh, later on, when you see clips of him in ECW, and this guy was already in his maybe late forties, fifties, and this guy's doing a moonsault through a table and fighting Sabu in a barbed wire match, which just sounds crazy. Um, I just I want you said hardcore matches, not that MDK stuff. No, this this match was. Um, I didn't watch it. I didn't see it. I wasn't an ECW kid growing up. But when you watch back these clips, I just want to sit here and say, uh, "Wow!" Because you couldn't get me in one of those matches at all. Like at all, I wouldn't have never agreed to that. And that was the match I believe Sabu either duct taped or or super glued his uh, skin together. I, I forget. It's it's just something. But I did want to give the floor real quick about some Terry Funk. If you guys had anything, because then we could talk a little bit about Bray Wyatt um, and and his uh, past. I, I, although I didn't follow his career too much, I did do some research on him, and um, I will give the man his flowers for everything that he's contributed to the wrestling business. Uh, and I'm kind of sorry I didn't follow his career because he seemed like he had a really awesome career, NWA-wise, WCW, DCW. Uh, uh, I wish I had followed more of his career, but I'm definitely sending healing energy to his family and friends um, and, and definitely say sleep in power, my man. Uh, did you want to um, add anything, Soya, before we uh, go to Bray? Was there anything you wanted to add? Um, just that, you know... I appreciate everything that he's given to, you know, this business and, you know, I'm sending condolences to his family and friends. Well said, madam. And then we talk about Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt was this one, this one, this one, um, it definitely was shocking. This one, um, it was the day after my birthday. Um, just turned 35 you know, a whole nother year on the planet, and then you hear someone who's not too far from your age passing, and they just you just you just stunned. You're like, wait, what? Like he's he had so much, and he has so much to give. Talking about Bray Wyatt, um, yeah, Wyndham returned was Wendell. a creative genius. Oh, absolutely, and for sure, he was somebody like carrying the things he go backstage. He was he was a creative genius. He was somebody that. Um, he was somebody who who let's talk a little bit about Wyndham, right? He shows up on WWE TV. He's on the NXT season two. This is when NXT was doing that game show kind of thing, right? It was a game show, uh, game show show. And if you won, you won a contract. And that year it was won by Cavell, who is um low key. Um Shay knows because when we uh he's usually sometimes at uh HOG and he's yeah. still He's still um he's still killing it. Um Warrior. 
he, he is a warrior. There's a funny story, but I can't share it on air. But I'll, but uh, but um, what um, but yeah, Carver won that thing, that tournament. Later, later, he joined the new Nexus. That was the one that was run by CM Punk. I forgot what the other guy name was. He looked so much like Dave Batista. Do you remember that one, uh, Sawyer? It was, he looked like Dave Batista. It was, it was, a, it was a newer version of the. Uh, um, Mason Ryan. Yes, thank you. Yes, that's absolutely who it was. Um, totally looked like Batista, young Batista. That's that's when, what you, it was. when you say new Nexus, we're talking, we're talking, uh, we're talking, uh, was that was that where Punky, where Punky was? I can't remember his name, uh, David, uh, David Atunga. No, 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 was that David the new Nexus with David Atunga? No, 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 that was the one that was run by Wade Barry. The new Nexus was, um, ah, okay, and maybe, and maybe David Atunga was still part of it. I just don't remember. It's Hard to keep up with all the stuff and wrestling knowledge and all that stuff, but it, it, he he was a part of the Nexus. I don't remember he was part of the new. I don't know if he stayed, but he was a part of the new Nexus. Um, you know he uh, he got sent back to FCW, and I remember this mask gimmick. I don't know what the name of this gimmick was at the time, but I do remember because I remember going to Russell Zone, and that's where I got a lot of my wrestling um, news and stuff like that from. And I remember he had like a mask. It, I, I want to say it was a Jason S mask, but I could be wrong. But he wore a mask, and I felt like that was the outline for the Fiend in a way. It was like before the Fiend kind of. And uh, his thing so was sort of like the Genesis for the Fiend. Yes, and he would uh, beat people with a stunner. But then he came across the Bray Wyatt character, which was magical. You know, the guy he had the Hawaiian shirt. Uh, he was the cult leader. He had Luke Harper. He has Eric Rowan. They're on NXT. And I didn't see a lot of that NXT at that time, so I can't really comment so much on it. But I know that they held, uh, talking about Luke and Eric, they were tag, the NXT Tag Team Champions. Then they get called to the main roster. The vignette was incredible. It's hard to believe that this stuff was 10 years ago. Um, the vignette, seeing them in the swamp, seeing them... Um, <laughs> It's just—it was just such a magical thing. I don't want to—I don't want to spend so much time because there's so much to cover. But I did feel like we should like really cover the stuff with Bray. But the the vignette was so great. They debuted. They attacked Kane. Um, they have that match at SummerSlam. Bray and Kane. It was an inferno match. No one got burnt, but it was just an inferno match. Oh. Bray they had the the Wyatt family have that incredible match months later with the Shield. I thought that was fantastic. Um, matter of fact, it's it's one of those things that uh, um, it's my favorite favorite match with the Wyatts. Um, there's a period where he becomes stale a little bit. I think when he had that, he ran to that brick wall that is John Cena. Um, you know, it, it kind of hurt his momentum a little bit. Him losing everybody's momentum gets hurt going losing, to John losing, Cena, losing to Undertaker the following year at under um, at WrestleMania. Um, there was a lot of things. It was like a lot of starting put start. Start and stop push uh with him. Him having that match, and I think 2016 was such a great year. You know, him and Randy. Um, Randy joined the Wyatt family. He wins the, the uh championship at uh Elimination Chamber 2017. I'm 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 just I think you're forgetting that he won the tag title for Randy too. No, he did, but I'm trying to fast forward because there's a lot to there's a lot that we're trying to cover. Um but it, you know, there's so much that he did and then becoming the fiend. And I think the fiend was something so fantastic. Like him, when he did that, having the Mr. Rogers character and 
and and having having a Mr. Rogers character, and then also having this Jason Voorhees character, if you will, in name your horror character, if you if you can. Um, he that gimmick was so great. Um, I think it was a top seller for a period. Um, matter of fact, one of the uh, Comic Cons, I think I went that year. Someone was the Fiend, and I thought that was so cool. Um, Not and it's so much this. Right, right, and and there's so much, there's so much to really cover, and I know I'm not gonna hit everything. I'm just trying to hit a lot of certain points here, but he will be missed. Um, you know, this run, it it it's it makes you wonder what could have been. I'm really sad to hear that he passed. I'm, uh, and I um I send condolences to his family, his um, his parents, his brother, his fiance, his kids. Um, and just anyone who was affected by this. I mean, I, like I said, there's so much to really dig in here with Bray, um, Wyndham, if you will. I was watching a little bit of the superstars talking about him. I didn't finish the video, and I just thought that um, we should talk about him because uh, that passing was really sad. So before we go to you, uh, Storm459, I want to give you the floor, Sawyer, if there's anything you want to say, and then please, Storm, if there's anything you want to add to this um yeah just you know it's, it's really really sad um you know we lost someone who's like a really really like insane talent that you know you could never like replicate like he was definitely someone beyond you know everything or like beyond he was just a really large in life character wrestler um yeah it's just really sad no, no, I agree. What about you, uh, Storm? What do you have, sir? I, I was rocked by Wyndham uh, McTunnel's passing because I'm 36. I just turned 36 a couple of months ago. So that was the first thing that rocked me. The fact that his age, he was my age. And it just goes to show that tomorrow's never promised. Um, like you stated, he had an amazing run. And I felt like there was more they could have done with him if they knew or let him take creative reins over his own character and let him do what he did. Um, I think at times Vince dropped the ball, not knowing what to do with him. Um, the Fiend was definitely an amazing character. Uh, you know, for a corner. Huh? No, not about And then um, you got you got the fact that plans uh, were, were, were put out, what they were going to do with him, and a lot of plans were marred. Like, we all knew he was gonna reunite with Alexa Bliss, but you know he, he got the illness, which we now later found out was COVID. Um, it, it was just so much that could have been done with this run. I am glad when he came back, I got to see him wrestle LA Knight, which was actually a pretty decent match and a decent feud for LA Knight himself as well. So, um, only thing I can say is, is thank you, Bray, for everything because uh, I remember watching him when he first debuted. Uh, not even when he first debuted. I think the first match I watched was a SummerSlam match, I believe, with Kane. And I was with you that night, uh, that guy. I believe I had asked you why is Kane feuding with Duck Dynasty. Correct mm -hmm. me if I'm wrong. And, no, um, no, absolutely right. Yep. From there on out, I always followed his career because he, he was he was a definitely a character, a character that uh, I enjoyed watching. So, um, again, another one sleeping power, um, and I know it had to have rocked Eric Rowan hard. Same thing for for Big Braun Strowman because that's that's two of their brothers they lost. So uh, definitely rest in peace, Wyndham. Absolutely. And the tributes uh, 
keep on going with uh with um Wyndham and um once again we just wanted to send all condolences um to everyone who is affiliated with uh Wyndham Rotunda. And um, one of the things I'll, I'll end it with this. One thing that I really liked the most that I heard about him is on how much of a good dude he is. So I, if I can sit here and say this on the podcast, if it doesn't take much to be kind, so just be kind to people, man. Like, just be kind. Definitely. Definitely. Be kind. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful trait. It, it definitely is. Definitely a wise words from my man, Grand Poopa. Thank you, sir. Um. And the last piece of uh, uh, before we start breaking down uh, and having some predictions and stuff like that, uh, let's talk about Sam Punk, guys. Yeah, I mean, know. it's, it's kind of hard to not talk about this. The man got terminated. <laughs> it's it's um, and I'm interested in hearing what you guys have to say. Um, I do have the the uh, statement if I can read it. Uh, for you guys, All Elite Wrestling has terminated the wrestler and employee me agreement with uh, agreements between Phil, uh, Phil Brooks, CM Punk, and AEW with cause effect immediately. Determination was confirmed today by Tony Khan, CEO, general manager, and head of creative of AEW. There's a lot of uh, jobs he got there. Huh? Determination follows a week-long internal right? investigation of a incident occurring backstage at AEW. All in London on Sunday, August 27th. Following the investigation, the AEW Discipline Committee committee met and later convert with outside legal counsel before making an anonymous recommendation to Khan that CM Punk be terminated with cause. Khan offered the following statement. Phil played an important role with AEW, and I thank him for his contributions. Determination of his AEW contract Contra- uh, contract with cause is immediately is ultimately ultimately my decision and mine alone. Of course, I wish I didn't have to share this news, which may come as a disappointment to many of our fans. Nevertheless, I am making the decision in the best interest of the many amazing people who make AEW possible every week. Our staff, staff, venue operators, and many others who affects efforts are unsung, but in essence, to bringing our fans great shows on television and at arenas and stadiums throughout the world. You know, I figured that we were going to talk about CM Punk because, you know, there was this incident as I read at all in. And then yesterday when I'm out, I'm out on the beach having a good time. Right. And I look on my phone because I try to stay away from my phone when I'm outside because I'm outside. Right. But then I see the news. CM Punk got terminated. And I said, Whoa, this came as a shocker. Uh, I'm going to start with you. What are your thoughts on it? And then, Soy, please take after. So, Storm 459, what is your takes on this? First and foremost, after you reading that report, it seems that there's conflicting stories here because Khan's trying to take the blame for firing Punk all by himself after it was just stated that the the committee, the disciplinary committee, along with legal, uh, le- the legal team, came to a decision to fire him. Khan, stop, first and foremost. All right, don't stop that. Second off... Do I really agree with the firing? I kind of do. Why? Because the way Khan did this was smart. CM Punk, after that whole brawling situation last year, was already out of control. And instead of firing him there on the spot, he gave Punk a second chance. So now everybody can see that Mr. Brooks hung himself. Um, as far as 
the situation at all in with Punk being fired. If nothing happens to Jack Perry, it just goes to show that there probably was a bias going on backstage involving Punk. But then also, as more and more reports come out, Punk lunged at Tony Khan. Kind of not the smartest thing to do. If your issue is with Jack Perry, all right, fine. But lunging at the boss, that probably just literally solidified your downfall. Um, do I agree with why Punk and Jack Perry were going at it? Yeah, Perry had no business doing what he did. Let's be real. Like, you're, you're trying to take pop shots. And the only reason why you're taking pop shots is because you know the elite are, are the VPs. Great. Should VPs really be the uh, active? All right, let me rephrase that. Should active wrestlers be VPs or in any type of corporate situation in the company? Absolutely not. I've stated this plenty of times when talking with you, Grandpa Bob, but Phil Brooks being fired, like, wow. Was it a shocker? Yes and no. It was kind of guaranteed coming. You're doing too much, my man. Too much drama is following you, and it's like you're creating a toxic environment. They gave you your own show. They brought you back. They gave you your own show, and you still couldn't behave yourself. I'm sorry to see somebody lose their job, but you kind of hung yourself. Um, okay, so I feel like Punk will be fine. His name rings bells regardless, so it doesn't mean that he's done. Um, he can go and do whatever he wants. He's proven that before. Um, in terms of creating a toxic environment, I wouldn't really say that because there's been plenty of other fights, you know, Eddie Kingston, Sandy Guevara. Um, I'm sure I could bring up more names, but I don't have a list, but I've, there's been plenty of the fights. I'm sure it'll, you know, it can't be one person. Um, but I, I also don't think he's like the number one person to blame for how things got so out of control in the first place. But again, as you said, some agreed there, um, I, you know, if they felt like that's what they need to do for their, to feel better, um, you know, cool, do that. Like, I always say do what's best for you and your company. Um, in terms of Punk, again, he will be fine. Like, it's no big deal. Uh, if uh, Jack Perry felt like that's what he needed to do, like he really wanted to do that, and he felt like it would get him somewhere, shout out to you. Um, we'll see. Um, but in terms of Punk, um I'm still a fan of him. Like, I don't think he's this, like, people are trying to paint him like he's like the Joker. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, I think it's just, you know, sometimes things just get out of hand. And I wish them both the best. I wish AEW the best. And I wish him the best. So. I want AEW to succeed, but you, 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 you can't make the same mistakes uh, former WCW made by letting your active roster have so much control over the company. Um, the Jack Perry incident, the incident with the elite, it's literally because, like I said, there's a bias going on there. Do I think CM Punk is this toxic bass? No. I think, and I stated this last year when Brolin happened, I don't give CM Punk all the blame. Um, Hangman should have definitely took some of that blame. Same thing with the VPs. But in all honesty, I guess because Punk is the bigger name, they're going to go after him. It is what it is. Same thing with the Jack Perry incident. Like, I get it, Jungle Boy. You want to make a name for yourself by doing something ridiculous? Here's Punk trying to actually protect you from from, from damaging yourself or, or career-threatening injury because we're talking real glass here. But, hey, you do what you want to do, and that fight broke out. Of course, Punk was going to be the, the fall guy for it. Let's be honest. His name rings bells. You know, and I think AEW was trying to prevent that. Like, let, let's be honest. Bra All In was a semi-decent show. 
but all everybody's talking about is punk. So that means anytime something happens with punk, screw your pay per view. No one cares about that. It's going to be about punk. And honestly, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but see, that's the problem right here. Like, I'm glad that you said that. All in was uh, from what I saw. I didn't watch the pay per view. I'm not going to pretend that I saw it, but from what I saw, it looked like it was a success, right? Like, 81k. That's what I'm hearing. 81k tickets were sold. Um, you, you, everyone should be doing a victory laps. People should be high fiving each other. And then we're talking about something that happened backstage. And I think that's just so unfortunate with AEW. Like you mentioned, uh, I think both of you guys mentioned, like pretty much just saying, "Hey, AEW, listen. If they succeed, I think if they succeed, it's good for the wrestling business. That's that's mm-hmm. what you want. You want everyone. To, you, know, you want that. Like I don't understand the knowledge, the 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 wrestling fans when they're like, "Oh, I hope they go out of business. Why?" Why do you want people not to have a job? I think it's, if you have, I think it's great if you have a WWE, uh, AEW Impact. We don't even talk about Impact enough, and we're going to try to implement that a little bit more on the show because they do have some great stuff. Um, they're still around. Yes, they Absolutely. are. Yeah, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah, they're still around. Not then. Oh. Um, yeah, they're still around. Um, they have a really good um, women's division. And I'm they, not, they always had the best women division. Let's let's hands down. I no won't. I won't. I, you know, I can't even say that now because um, there's so many other different women divisions. There's a guy, a close friend of ours. Um, well, I'm going to say close friend, but a, a friend, a mutual friend of ours, um, Jeff. And uh, he even because I thought he was going to say AEW had the best women division. I was waiting for him to say that, and he said, "Nah, it's really." I think he said stardom, and that was months ago. So I'm just saying, I don't think they have the best women division. I don't. I don't know. It's hard to keep up with all this wrestling, but I've heard Stardom has a really Stardom and um, mm-hmm. um, Impact for sure. Definitely between Stardom and Impact, definitely because I've been okay. getting that. And I just got my, you know, I just signed an account to Stardom, so you know, Stardom World. Um, when it gets right, to- right, and and you would say that, and you would say that they are their women division. Would you? What would you rank their women division? Oh my God, they're spectacular! Like mm-hmm. even like. Any mm-hmm. match they do, you you know how some people say, oh, you know, save the big stuff for, you know, the matches, like, you know, the, the marquee matches. No, yes. they ain't saving nothing for nothing. They <laughs> going I love crazy it. every match. Like, right now they're having the five-star uh, Grand Prix tournament, and these women are outstanding. I no, believe I, it. Impact has always had, had – and, and, correct me if I'm wrong that guy and, and I, i've said this countless times when it came to the women's division at impact even back when they were tna mm-hmm. to me they were the best of the roster like i was a big fan of odp odb uh yes. gail kim i was definitely a fan of the beautiful people were amazing and i always said when you have someone like awesome kong who can demolish the women's division and half the x division like you, you you build them properly like because let's be honest awesome kong in her prime was taking down the knockouts division and a majority of the X division, with the exception of maybe AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Let me and ask maybe you guys, Kazarian. Let me ask you guys this. Uh, it's, a, it's a little wrestling trivia, but do you guys know who beat Awesome Kong for the Knockouts Championship? It might have been Roxy Laveau. Might have been Roxy. Who um, you guys? Who you got, Sawyer? No, I'm, I'm going to go with that. Neil Kim, or am I losing my mind right now? It was Taylor Wilde. Oh, wow. I totally messed that out. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I forgot I know, all I know, about Till a while. I know, I know it, was a, it was an abrupt question, but when we were talking about knockouts, I couldn't help but just ask him. But I heard you kept saying Roxy Lavar, and I loved Roxy. I, I, I thought she had such a different look, and I, that's what made me a fan. And it Bill, wasn't even the look. Roxy, literally to me, had the second most extreme finisher for a female. She did. Oh, yeah. That booty drop yeah. was definitely amazing. Like when I first saw it, I said, whoa. Like that comes second only to the uh, the Widow's Peak from Victoria. We're going to talk about the Widow's Peak later because um, that move was actually utilized at uh, a PLE. But I just wanted to talk a little bit about this punk thing because it, it, I mean, it was hard for us not to talk, not talk about it, right? I mean, it's a shame. It rocked the wrestling world. Like, let's be honest. AEW is great, but it was CM Punk. It's a shame that it happened. I agree with Soy with the part of, like, he's going to be fine. Like, when I, I was, um, when I saw it, I was like, oh, man. But it's not like, you know, oh, man, he's going to be in a cardboard box in Chicago asking for change. No, he's going to be fine. He's going to be okay. Like, he's going to be just fine. And I think that um, I'm honestly surprised that Tony Khan went with the the um, firing because I didn't think that was going to be a thing. Now, the whole thing with Jungle Jungle uh, Jungle Boy, I keep saying Jungle Boy. Let me just say his name, Jack Perry, right? Um mm-hmm. I think that young people, man. Let me t- let me say something. If you if you guys are in your early twenties, please listen to people. CM Punk sitting there telling them like, "Don't use real glass. You don't have to do that. It's like not necessary. You don't have to do that." But I wish that Punk, and not even to say I wish. I won't even say wish. You know, him getting released, getting him getting terminated, it was the right call. I hate it. I'm not a fan of it, but it was the right call. Um, and that is, and like I said, I'm trying to find the vernacular how I want to put the sentence. But, um, you know, when Jungle Boy said, it's real glass, cry me a river. I was like, all right, well, if that's what you want to do, whatever. I would have ignored it. I would have, I would have ignored it. I would have did my best to ignore it. But Punk, you know, Punk, CM Punk is the kind of guy who's like, yo, you have a problem with me? And there's a whole bunch of other reports and everything like that. And I'm not even going to go through all that stuff because there's so much other things we're going to talk about on this show. Uh, I feel like we've already went a half an hour um, and we didn't even get into the other stuff that we wanted to get into. But um, Punk is going to be fine. But let me ask you guys this. What is next for Punk? Do you think he stays in wrestling or do you think he retires? Or do you matter of fact, let me let me let me let me go back a little bit. Do you want him to continue in wrestling or you think, hey, he beat Samoa Joe and one of the biggest shows in AEW? He went out strong. Let him go out that way. He did go out strong. Um I'm on the basis of never say never, because a lot of people think we'll never see him in the E again. Um I don't want to believe that. Do I want his career to be over? No, because I feel like let him end it on the term that he actually wanted. Give him the biggest show of them all. Because let's be real. He was with the other company. Now give him, give, him, give him the main event that he's always wanted, and then I'll be all right with him retiring peacefully. You know, but um, I definitely would want to see him take one more run, give him a give him main event title run at, at, at Mania, and that's it. I'm good with that. Because in all honesty, what else is there left for him to accomplish? He's done everything he's needed to. Um, what I would say is, I if he were to go out, um, you know, like this, and you know, just kind of relax, he's fine. He's you know solidified his name, like you know, he did what he had to do. But you know, also, I wouldn't mind if he, you know, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind it. I like Sam Punk. I think he's yes. great. 
I think he's hilarious. I'm sorry. I find this stuff to be funny. I, 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 I would be like so appalled. Like, oh my God, he's so childish. What is he doing? Why is he in us? I'm laughing. Like, this is funny to me. Like, I think people just are sometimes like, they are just a little too like serious right. about it. Like, I just laugh. I think it's petty and funny. Like, everybody, you know, you love a little bit of petty funny. Like, you know, when you're at your job and you're at the water cooler and you want to hear some tea and some, you know, drama. Yeah. Bore, it's boring. You don't want to have the full boring. But if he went out, you know, going out wrestling in front of 81,000 people is not a, a terrible way to end it if he is right. okay with wrestling as well. No, and I think uh, you guys brought out some really great uh, points here. Um, I'm sorry, I was laughing. Um, uh, I, if I can say, uh, great job. Uh, <clears throat> great job, pal. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I don't, that might be the name of the episode. Get, just, hey, pal. <laughs> Wait, what? Say it again. <laughs> say it again? Yes. Okay, Storm, you fight, pal. <laughs> that's that's good shit. That's good shit right there. Hey, we don't curse on this show. What the hell is your problem, bro? Like, what are you doing? Oh wait, we don't. I'm sorry. This is a PG show. Nah, I'm just kidding with you. But you oh, fight, no. pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm not kidding. You're really fired. Um. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. So we talked about CM Punk, but we're going to continue our AEW talk. Uh, to uh, so let's give some predictions here. They have a show. It's called uh, Brawl. I'm sorry, All Out. All Out. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Happening uh, in Phil Brooks's hometown. How do you guys think that's going to go? Like we talked earlier, uh, um, Storm. And um, I said they're going to hijack the show, but I'm interested in hearing what you guys think. What do you think that crowd is going to be? They're in Chicago. Um, there are. Let me look up the arena. Um, because I, I, mean, I they definitely gave uh Tony <laughs> the business last night. So they I mean, did. Mm -hmm. they damn sure did. It, it's it's going to be they're, hij they're hijacking the show to a point where don't be surprised if Tony Khan decides never to book another AEW show in Chicago. No, they won't do that. I don't. I don't think they will ever go. Um, that far not to book a show in Chicago, but I, I, if you was to sit here and say his feelings are going to be hurt, yeah, oh, absolutely, they're definitely um, going to be hurt because of everything you decide. You know, all right, no, no, Phil Brooks, let's give you Dennis Rodman. What? I, I, what? <laughs> no, finish your thoughts. I heard. I, she stopped. No, 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 no. <laughs> Where? Why? Why? Why was he there? Like, I don't understand that. I, I'm not going to say nothing, but I'm just saying other sure. people will be questioned if Dennis Rodman randomly was put on the card. I don't know. He, he's there, but he's going to be out there. So okay, let's let, let's do the uh, let's do some predictions, right? This so, show. To, to be fair, you got to have to tell me what matches are on the card because I'm going to AW. I'm trying to get. What was it? I'm trying to collision. What was the one? Rampage. Yes. Whichever one it was. Wednesday night show. Dynamite. Did not give us, yeah, Dynamite didn't give us. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run down the card. I'm, I'm gonna get to that point. I was, <laughs> I'm gonna get to that point. This, this card have 13 matches, which means I will not be watching this because I do need to go to sleep because I have to go into work. I have to go to work, so I'm gonna have to try to get at least five hours of sleep. I'm not paying fifty dollars to just stay up like 12, 13 hours with the matches. No, I'm good. I'm watching something on the Zeus Network. What's on Zeus? Uh, Ratchet oh, TV. Ratchet TV, thank you, yes. 
Oh, so I that's all. Know. That's all Zeus is known for. Ratchet TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, 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 just picture like Flavor of Love, and when they get into a fight, they don't blur out nothing. You get all the cussing, all, all the, the, the wig snatching, and all that. It's great. It's really great. Oh, so what you're saying is Staten Island at nine o'clock at night? Uh yeah, yeah. I would say more of a East Orange County, Jersey, but close enough. We just lost. A, we just lost a whole bunch of people who listened to us from Jersey. Thanks a lot. You, you, uh, um, I, I mean, Sorry. they would agree though. Hold on, Sawyer, fire him, fire him. Say you're fired. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, Why do you have to be the one to do it? What do you mean you? <laughs> oh, this is the first time I've ever actually. <laughs> no. It's... Um, you know what? I, I, I... Let's, just, let's just, 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 just. Listen, pal. Fire. That's the door. <sighs> just send me my check, and if my name is ever mentioned, you'll be hearing from my lawyers. Oh no, no! Oh no! We're gonna blur you out completely. Matter of <laughs> fact, I, you know, honestly, there is. Uh, uh, we're, we're gonna have it here next week. Um, uh, if you're with it, uh, Sawyer, there's a Kurt Angle documentary, and it looks so good. Um, I didn't have an opportunity to watch it, so maybe next week we can add that in for the show next week because I think that's gonna be um, fantastic because Kurt Angle had such a historical career, and I feel like. Matter of fact, can I ask you guys this? Um, I was yes. listening to uh, Chris Van Vleek, right? And um, Kurt Angle was on the show, and he doesn't consider himself a goat. Do you guys consider him a goat? Hell yeah. Hands down. Well, who said he was a goat? No, Kurt Angle doesn't consider himself as a goat. That's insane. And he, and he doesn't feel that way because he wasn't in WWE for 20 years, and he spent a lot more time in TNA than or Impact than um, – than WWE and I, I just I, that baffled me. I'm like, dude, that's your blasphemy. body of work. I'm sorry, go ahead. What do you want to no, say? No, that's just blasphemy. That's that's, that's blasphemy. He I'm didn't saying. he didn't feel that way because he's looked at someone like Shawn Michaels and Undertaker who have been in WWE for many years. But I'm like, dude, your body of work, no matter what, WWE impact, it is just and he had I, I feel like he had a lot more great matches and impact, and that's only because he spent more time in impact. That's the only reason why. But even if you look at his body of work in WWE, he had some fantastic matches, some really great oh, yeah. matches, some matches that if he stayed in WWE, if we're in an alternate timeline and he stayed in 06 and went on, and he would have had so many other great matches, so many talent that he would have had uh, some really fantastic matches with. Um, but uh, Kurt Angle is a goat. I just wanted to throw that out there. I just wanted to hear. Oh what yeah, you're hands down, he's a goat. He's the greatest of all. One of the greatest of all time. Yes. Matter of fact, I think he talked about uh, having a match. Uh, not having a match, but if he could have a match with Brett. And I'm sitting here saying, "Oh my God, that match would have been great." Because he had a fantastic match with Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 21, 2005. That match was great, and not for nothing. I loved the match because Shawn Michaels lost. So you just had a beef with Shawn Michaels at the time. No, I just. No. I, no, I don't. I, I, no, that's not true. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I'm about to say, like, let's be real. <laughs> no, but Shawn Michaels is a goat too. Um, but they really had a great match together. Um, and I can't help but say, if Brett was healthy at that time, um, they would have had a. I think they would have had. Would have the roof I, down. I think, I think it would have been. It would have been a fun. I don't know if it would have been because not a lot of people like technical wrestling. Um, but. If you're a fan of technical and 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 that kind of stuff, that yeah, I think they would have. If you're a fan of it, but let's talk about. But this is uh, what made Kurt Angle goat, though. His his style of technical wrestling was amazing and fun to watch. He made it fun. He made it really fun to watch with some of his movesets that he had. 
Well, you know what? It, you know what made Kurt Angle so great too. Um, what made Kurt so great was he was, and it's crazy because I listened to this interview with Chris Van Vleek, and if you guys get a chance, just check it out. It's a it's a fun interview. But he even talked about being like a lot of people when they think about a funny wrestler, like someone who had comedic timing. He was like, I was never funny. I'm like. What are you talking about, dog? I literally was watching you for years and laughing. Like, I would cry <laughs> on some of the stuff that he did. And I remember, if I can use this, this particular example, TNA. Jay Lethal was uh, uh, cosplaying <laughs> as Macho Man Randy Savage. And he's, Randy, and he's talking as Randy Savage. And he's saying, yeah, I fought Jake the Snake at Master Square Gardens. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Oh, and that was a funny Kurt segment. I'll never forget Kurt it because he said, I went to the top rope and I was about to deliver my final elbow drop. And here's Kurt Angle. Yeah, yeah. Then what happened? And here's Jeremy Burrow, Ash. Kurt, mm -hmm. Kurt, this has nothing to do with Sting. Where's Sting? <laughs> yeah, no, it, 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 no, it didn't. And um, it, 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 and I just thought that was fantastic. <laughs> but let's talk about AW. They have 13 matches and <laughs> we we're already went over 40 minutes. But let's talk about it. Athena. We have Athena, Mercedes Mar uh, Martinez, and uh, Dante, Deontay against Sheeta, Willow Nightingale, and Sky Blue. We'll start with you, Shay Soy. Who you got going for the uh, six women's tag? Did you say Deontay? I did. I'm, I'm doing the best I can over here. Jesus. Wow. Are you judging? Hold on. Wait, I need to know. Do you have a judge license? I... No, just, just I've say I've been no. a judge before, so I, I guess I can say yes. No, 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 no. Just have nothing to do with you. Di well, how do you say it? Diamante. Diamante. Oh, Diamante. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Thank you. But Diamante, Sheeta, and Willow Knight. Uh, no, no. Diamante, she's with uh, Mercedes. And are you laughing? Are you laughing at me? Is that, is that funny? Listen, we're at 40 minutes. You continue. No, I'm asking you for who do you think is going to win? Um, Athena, uh, Mercedes, and Diamante. That's a good choice. What about you, Storm? Um, so you said Mercedes, and I'm thinking Mercedes money. Um, Monet. If, if if that's who I think it is, then that's who. No, that's no, my no, money. No, 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 I'll just I'll just flip a coin and, and pick some. If, if you watch the May Young Classic, she was in there. Who who was she? She had um she had a match, I believe, with Shayna Baszler. She did at the and like towards oh. the finals. Okay, okay, okay. Athena right, and to help you with Athena. Athena was um Ember Moon. Ember Moon. Oh, see now that, that now we now now that I know who that is, I don't know. Ember Moon was definitely really good. Um, she's still good. She's killing it right now, in Ring of Honor, uh, as the women's champ. Uh, I think she's still. Uh, I think she's still the champ. I don't. I don't recall because I don't watch Ring of Honor. But I know there was a period where she was really tearing tearing the house down. Is my point. I, I, I'm going to put my money on Amber. Amber Moon. Athena. Sorry. That's fine. Um, you got Athena. I would go with Athena as well because Athena um, has been killing it. Um, Mercedes and Diamante, right? That's how you say it, uh, uh, Summers? Diamante? Thank you. Um, <laughs> we have the acclaim with Dennis Rodman going against Jeff Jarrett, 
Satnam Singh and Jay Lethal. We were just talking about Jay Lethal. So it's a six man it's a six man tag match for the AEW World Trios. Is it for the World Trios Championship? Who do you guys got? Uh, we'll start with you, Storm, and then you, uh, Sawyer. Wait, Dennis Rodman's really on the card? No, he's he's coming out with the acclaim. He's not in the match. Oh, um, I don't see the belts, the trio's champion changing hands already at the at the uh, Billy Gunn and uh, what's his name? Just the acclaim. Yeah, and the acclaim just won it all in. So my money's on Billy Gunn and the acclaim. What do you got, Sawyer? I'm laughing when you laughed. I was thinking about, I was waiting for, oh, it's time to rock and roll. No, I'm just joking. Go ahead. Please. Uh, the acclaimed. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, the acclaimed ain't, they're not going to, if they drop the titles like this, uh, I, <laughs> at that point, I'm just throwing things at the TV. Yeah, I, I, I don't see them losing it. Um, we have a singles match for the AEW TNT Championship. We have Luchasaurus. Against with Christian Cage going against Darby Allen with Nick Wayne. Um, I, I think there's, there's a possibility that we're going to get a title change, so I'm going to go with Darby Allen. I, I think Darby, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I, I see Darby Allen getting the uh W here. Sawyer, what do, who do you got? And then uh, Storm Christian. Well, I'm sorry, I mean, Luchasaurus. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> go ahead, Storm. Who do you got? Okay, definitely Luchasaurus. Like, uh, I'm a fan of Darby Allen's work. Don't get me wrong. Great talent. Do I see him being the one to knock off Luchasaurus? Absolutely not. No. Okay. That's, that, that, that's, 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 no. Just, no. I'm not even going to make a comparison. Just no. Okay. So the next match, we have a singles match. We have Miro going against Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, I got... Powerhouse Hobbs. I'm. I, I. I want him to. I like Miro. I really do. I think Miro is great. He's. Uh. I've always was a fan. I. St I still have a shirt. It. It. It's Rusev Day. So I love Miro. Uh. But I got Powerhouse Hobbs winning. Uh. Storm. Who do you got for this match? And then. Uh. Sawyer. Probably Miro. Miro's a little bit more versatile. Even though Powerhouse Hobbs is really good. Um. I, I do enjoy some of his work in AEW. I feel like Miro's a little bit more versatile. Um, I would probably give it to Miro. Yeah, Miro. Final prediction, Miro wins. What do you, who do you got, Sawyer? Miro. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was great. Straight to the point. Just they won't be being serious with uh, Hobbs, honestly. I feel like they... Mm -hmm. No, they're not. They're not. That's just like, I feel like they don't be being serious with him. Personally. They don't. No, I and you know what? I totally agree with that. They they don't. I, I'm hoping that there is something. And you know my feelings, because like when he dropped the title to Wardlow, I, I was really upset with that. I was like, for what? For what? Just to give him a give, give, give Wardlow and just another shot. I, I wasn't a fan of that. So I agree with that. I'm hoping that things can change uh, for this guy. I'm hoping that uh, we have. A singles match for the AEW TBS Championship. We have Chris Statlander going against Ruby Soho. I got uh, Chris Statlander retaining. Uh, what do you got, Sawyer? I would love for Ruby Soho to win because you know I have been talking about how much I know. I really, really love her as a in-ring performer, as a whole character. I think that she's just so 
interesting. Like her look is so interesting and different. And I think she carries herself well on the mic. And I would just love to see her get a little bit more attention. I've been asking for this for a long time. You know this. (laughs) I oh I know. I oh I totally know. Um, and you know, maybe there's a possibility that um we do get a title change. I don't see it. I'm going to stick with Chris Statlander, but it is totally possible for Ruby Soho to get it. Um, what do you got, um, Storm? Uh, I, I don't got. I don't see Ruby Soho winning it. In all honesty, like she's, I agree with Cap. She she's definitely presentable and mm-hmm. great. But in all honesty, like the booking, the booking of the women's division as of lately in AEW has not been the greatest. So would I like to see the title change hands to Ruby Soho? Yeah. Is it actually going to happen? Probably not. Then we have um, here we have a this going to be a strap match. I can't help but believe that originally it was going to be uh, Ricky Starks against CM Punk. And uh, if you was listening to us, if you was listening to us earlier, you could see why this won't be a thing. But they brought back so on the contract on Collision last night. I didn't see Collision. Um, you know, and me and you talked about this, uh, Shay, when uh, Collision was going to be on Saturdays. I said, that just seemed like a weird time frame to put it on, especially when, <laughs> you know, you have a PLE. Like, a lot of people are going to watch the PLE over Collision. Big time. But um, on Collision last night, Ricky, uh, um, Ricky Starks was out there. He won the match with the Dragon. Um, Ricky, uh, um, oh my God, Ricky Steamboat. Yes, thank you, thank you for that help. That's the, see, that's what this is why we we were tag team champions for a whole day. Um, Ricky Steamboat, and Ricky Steamboat said the contract says Dragon, but it, if you look, it said American Dragon. And I'm not talking about, yeah, it's, it's, you beat me to the. Oh my God, you're gonna be fired. You beat me to the bit. Stop beating me to the bit. This is my thing. Oh, sorry. American Dragon. Jay, you know who sang that song? Let me see. Do you remember who sang that song? No. It was the Jonah Brothers. I thought it was a song by the same guy who did JJ the Jet Plane. I'm not going to lie to you. I see Brian Daniel. Brian Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, uh, sorry, but uh, bring some bring some uh, sanity to this. Uh, who do you got winning? <laughs> yeah. The American Dragon. <laughs> I, mean, American Dragon. I don't okay. know because I mean, they, mm-hmm. aren't they trying to do something with Ricky? I feel like that would be a little bit mm-hmm. counterproductive, but I don't know. I'm gonna say American. I'm, you know, I'm saying American Dragon. <laughs> Who do you got? American Dragon. Oh, she said we're American. Gonna, okay. Yeah, we, we're just gonna ignore her. No, no, no. I, I, I'm sorry. No, I didn't. I didn't hear it. No, mm-hmm. I, I, I bet you didn't. Big ass ears. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Storm. Go ahead. Uh, uh, listen, they're they're battling a Chicago crowd that's gonna probably hijack the show. I'm pretty sure if Danielson loses, <laughs> they're going to erupt. So, uh, sorry, American Dragon, you ain't winning this. And it's not even by choice. It's just, nah. Okay. We have also, too, we have another singles match. We have Kenny Omega against Takeshi. 
with uh, Don Callis. Mm. It would be great for Takeshi to get the win, but I see Kenny Omega beating this young lad. Uh, who, do you got for, who, do you, who do you got for this one, uh, Storm? Uh, definitely Kenny Omega. He ain't moving. What about you, Sawyer? Uh, Kenny. Okay. Well, almost done. I, I know that we have already uh, dragged uh, this episode so long. But we also have just a, uh, um, I, this will put a smile on uh, Sawyer's face. We have Bullet Club Gold, the Bang Bang Gang, which sounds uh, very petrifying. Uh, um, we have, I we have petrified, on, okay. I, I am petrified. I, I am mortified, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, you're part of Bullet Club going to be like, hey, we're in the Bang Bang Gang. I'm like, I think you're thinking a lot into it. Um, I, 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 I I do think a lot. I, I can't help it. Like I come uh, outside the lines just because I want to be myself. But we have the Bullet Club Gold. We have Austin Gun, Austin and Colt Gun, Jay White, and Juice Robinson. And I believe also in this match is Cardboard Jay White too. So uh, apparently they cardboard have Cardboard Jay White. Yeah, it's there's a. It is card blade. That is card blade. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm a card blade. So they have an extra man. So they already have the advantage here, having card blade. It's card blade, right? Yeah. They, okay, they, they, they barely can put. You gotta go do a lot to put down Jay White, but then you got a whole other Jay White in cardboard form, which is probably more scary than the. No, well, no, it's petrifying because you can get a paper cut. You know how bad paper cuts suck. That they suck. Yo, they're awful. I don't know if it's as awful as stepping on a Lego. Like, that is awful. No, it's, it's worse. It's worse. Because if you get a paper cut and you try to take a shower, yeah, it don't feel good. Why would I try to take a shower? Like, I'm definitely taking a shower. Well, here's the thing. So, after a couple, after a paper cut, just one paper cut is enough to burn you for a century after taking a shower. Okay? Now, if you get multiple paper cuts and then you got to take a shower afterwards, the agony is ridiculous. Well, what if you just lived in New York for the, like, your whole entire life. I just don't think you could fail anymore. But that's not the point. We have um, <laughs> we have FTR and the Young Bucks going against Bullet Club Gold. I see Bullet Club Gold getting the dub here in this. Um, they got the win last weekend because they just had a pay-per-view. Uh, I'll give the floor to Sawyer first because I know this is her group. Sawyer, who do you got for this if anybody has any sense, clearly Bullet Club Gold should win. Um, I don't understand why well, is the Young Bucks and FTR. They didn't even want to shake hands last night. I don't see them working well as a group. <laughs> and also, it just would not. I, 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 he doesn't need to lose. JY does not need to be losing. Neither does Cardblade. So I, yeah. What if, what if Cardblade gets the pin? Like he gets pinned. That would be so blasphemous. That's like. Making John Cena take the pin, like honestly. Well, but John okay. Cena has taken pins. No, 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 no. But he shouldn't all the time. It's like those times when you really are like, why did he take the pin? That's how. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean like at WrestleMania this year? Exactly. Oh. Oh. I. Ooh. I was not prepared for this bit. So. <laughs> Storm, did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. Storm, take the floor. Uh, hard to say because it looks like they're, they're carrying the trope of strange bedfellows and can they coexist? And uh, in all honesty, I 
even even though FTR and the Young Bucks don't look like they're going to get along, I see them picking up the victory off of some sneaky business. In all honesty, I guess probably just to continue the feud. But then again, why is there pick- Young Bucks and FTR? We're not even getting into that. All right, let's go into the next match for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. We have Better Than You, Bebe, Adam Cole, and MJF going against the Dark Order. I'm not even going to break down this whole, whole match. Um, the Dark Order, they won a battle royal, so they're going to go against Adam Cole and MJF. I don't see Adam Cole and MJF dropping the titles to these guys. So, Better Than I You, I don't Bebe. either, unless this is going to be the uh, I, I, unless this is going to be the the downfall that 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 really brings their rivalry to another level. I don't see them dropping it either. Uh, what about you, Soya? I'm gonna go with the Dark Order. <laughs> Just <laughs> you can hear the enthusiasm in her voice. No, I'm just like it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I don't Put- think I'm gonna win, but I would like it. Oh yeah. Sorry, I muted myself by accident, but no, I would fine. like it because I'm just I'm just not into this. Like I'm not into the Adam Cole and JF stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's saying it's fantastic. It's just not resonating with me. It, 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 it's 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 the equivalent of Miz and uh and his stunt double. In all honesty, <laughs> no, I I don't I don't even think it's even uh even close to anything like that. Um, it, it it's it's a uh, it, it's something. Because even with that, right? Um, matter of fact, we'll save that for our after show uh, thing, conversation, and stuff like that. Because so much we still want to cover. Uh, let's talk about the single. Uh, there's a Ring of Honor World Television Championship match. We have Samojo against Shane Taylor. I see Samojo retaining. Soy, what do you what do you got for this one? I think this this decision is unanimous. We all know who we got retaining that Wait, title. What did you say? I didn't even hear. I'm sorry. It's uh, Samojo against Shane Taylor. Samojo. Mm-hmm. Okay. I second that. Uh, we also have a tag match. Um, we have Eddie, K- Eddie Kingston against Shabbat uh, with Shabbata, um, going against the Bloodpool Combat Club with Claudio and uh, Willa Utah. Was it Castanoli? Is it Castanola? Claudio. It might be Castan- Claudio Castanola. No, wh- huh? What's going on here? Claudio I'm, just, I'm just gonna say Claudia. I'm just gonna say. See, this is why I shortened the name. No, Claudio Castagnoli. As no, I, I was cl- I was close. You were not even in the vicinity. Jesus. Damn it, Sawyer. Who do you get for this? Uh, the BCC. Oh, you got the blood. Oh, okay. Oh my God. I was about to say this show is supposed to be PG. You can't be saying stuff like that. Thanks. What is happening here? She said BCC. I thought she was going to say something else. I'm like, yo, I thought this was a PG show. I'm sorry. No, we're not, My we're mind not, went we're completely not, left. We're not PG, but we don't go out of our way using certain <laughs> words. Like, we're not PG. Listen, I literally call these guys, they're called the Blackpool Combat Club. I call them the Bloodpool Combat Club. You know what? That's understandable. I understand completely why. Me too. Mm-mm. Who do you so, got? Uh, yeah. uh, who do you got? Um, uh, B, 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 uh, BC, Black, Bloodpool Combat Club. I cannot. I cannot. We're, 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 getting, we're getting through this episode. Um, no, I do. 
the blood pool. I think the baby face are gonna get it. I think Eddie and Shibata is gonna get the dub. Um, and let's get into this. This is the thirteen. Uh, the thirteen match. I'm sorry, there was so many matches here. I, I apologize. Like I booked this card, and I wish AEW didn't do this so much. I really do because like thirteen matches. I just think that's just outrageous. But uh, there's a single match for the AEW International uh, Championship. Orange Cassidy against John Moxley. I see this being uh, John Max John Moxley's time to take the title. So I see John Moxley uh, taking the title off Orange Cassidy. Uh, Sawyer then Storm. What are your uh, What is your prediction? Storm, with you, Sawyer. I'm sorry, I didn't even hear the name. I'm sorry, say it again. No, I'm just, so sorry. No, 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 don't be, sorry. Don't, be, don't be sorry. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's so fine. No, no, that's fine. Orange Cassidy and Ar- and um, I'm sorry, Orange Cassidy is going against John Moxley, and he's defending his international championship. My God, I hope John Moxley wins. I'm just tired of the brain. This is a pandemic. I need it to end. Honestly, it's a pandemic. Just Jesus. Yo, I can't deal with this woman. Like, I, I go ahead. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> this is fantastic. This show has been. Um, uh, okay, he's back now. Okay, good. Um, please. Uh, who do you got for this uh match, uh, Storm? And then we're gonna go. So, back. so when it, I, I don't know who to pick. Him. I, I'm a big fan of John Moxley, but Orange Cassidy has been killing it as of lately. Um, he cut a really good promo, and um, as much as as much as I want to say Orange Cassidy, I feel like they're gonna give it to John Moxley. Am I there? Can you still hear me? No, you're you're basement bobbing it right now. Am I basement bobbing it? No. Basement bobbing it. No, wait, wait, no, no. You answered that question. Don't troll me. Don't troll me, Cap. Yeah, I'm. I, yes, this is the truth. Oh, okay. No, uh, I was saying, um, Cassidy's been killing it on the mic. His mic skills have been great. I've watched the promo from him on, uh, God damn it, not Rampage. Uh, I can't, I can never remember the Wednesday night show. Help me out here. Uh, is it Dynamite? Dynamite. There you go. I don't know why I can't remember that. And I watch it too. But, uh, he's been killing it with his promos on Dynamite. And, um, as much as I want to see OC win, I feel like Moxley's taking it. I hope so. Because <laughs> yeah. apparently OC is a pandemic for you. I can't. I just can't. I'm, I feel like it's nothing against because I feel like he has put out great matches. It's just kind of like the the rain is kind of boring to me at this point. And I'm just ready for something. It, wait, hold on. What I'm glad about, you um, said that. OC. Yeah. Yo. He's been, you know, honestly, I think he's been can can I be heard? Yeah, yeah you can be heard. Can. I just want to make sure. Can I be heard? Yeah. Yes. Okay. While you're yelling at the mic. Right, While you're yelling at the mic. Because sure. I'm, I'm, I'm I, I just yell a lot. Um you know, it's funny because a lot of people and I know Orange Cassidy is it, it he's uh he's a mixed conversation, right? Because like I hear what you're saying, um, Shay, where you're like, uh eh, he you know, he's I get it. You because we've talked plenty of times, you said he just doesn't do it for you, and that's fine. I think that's that's fair. Um I think he's been one of AEW's better champions. I think he's proved that he was more than just put his hands in his pockets. Like he still does it, and the act of him doing it is not like 
when I first saw him, I forget how many years at this point, and he like obliviated uh, Tommy Dreamer's knees. I said, oh, this guy is fantastic. Matter of fact, the, the, the running joke was if you Googled him, I mean, if you went on YouTube and you looked him up, they were like, Tommy Dreamer's knees get destroyed. And then you see these kicks and you're like, what? What are you talking about? But I get it. I, I understand that. But I, I, th I definitely think that I definitely think he's definitely going to drop the title. Uh, that's our prediction for AEW uh, brawl. Out, I mean, all out, all out. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about let's talk about um, WWE had a PLE last night. I thought it was a pretty solid pay per view. What did you got on PLE? What do you guys think about payback? Um, let's start with. Hold on, before you uh, matter of fact, let's stick with you because you're you're the guest. Storm, why don't you give uh I I <laughs> go ahead, take the floor. Payback was uh, uh payback was a really good, really, really good pay-per-view. Um to me the cage match and uh the street fight were two of the best matches I saw. Um I can agree. congrats to my man Finn Balor for becoming Grand Slam champion last night. Um that's definitely uh no 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 hold on, wait, 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 wait. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that because Sawyer's here. Like, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. We're going to give the man his flowers where his flowers are due. Now, in that same sentiment, okay? I don't... I, and this, this, I don't this is probably going to... I don't know what kind of flowers he likes either. Probably, probably like purple dead-looking ones. Who knows? But in this same sentiment, as we congratulate Finn Balor as uh, becoming Grand Slam champion, I still think... And I said this before, I'll say it again. Out of the Judgment Day, he's kind of the weakest link. And I know Cap probably won't like me saying that, but I feel like due to a lot of booking decisions, they kind of made him the weakest link of the Judgment Day. So he kind of needed something. I give him that. But this is not to take away from the fact that their street fight with KO and Sami Zayn was amazing. Um, I thought it was a fun show. What did you, my fact, hold on real quick. What did you think about the show, uh, Soy? What did you think about the show? Last I night? Heard it. It was fun. Um, yeah, it was, it was very entertaining to me. There were some things I could have done without, but for the most part, I really enjoyed it. The highlight of the night for me I'm, was I'm definitely sorry, the return of main event, Jay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're going we're gonna to break down this mat, uh, break down this card. Let's talk about it. We finally are here after a whole hour, so let's see if we can condense this. Uh, the show opened with Becky Lynch against Trish Stratus. Becky had a match on Monday with Zoe Starks. It was, uh, I, I, I want to say it was like a street fight, hardcore match. It definitely match. was a street fight. It was a street uh, fight. Becky got the win. Okay. And um, it was a really, from what I saw, because I, I fell asleep early on Monday, Um I was I was very tired, <laughs> so I felt so girly. Uh, but from the stuff that I saw, and I, I watched back a little bit of it, and I said, "Oh, this looked like this was a fun match." It was. Becky it was, and Trish have been feuding since 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 they've been they've been feuding since April, um, and um, I I don't know if they have ever had like that match that was where you could sit there, and and, and it's crazy too because. Both of them are so good. You're talking about Becky Lynch, the best of her era right now, and Trish, who was the best of her era almost 20 years ago, and she could still go, though. It's not like she goes out there and she's, you know, sloppy or anything like that. She could still go. I mean, for one, 
She's way more flexible than a lot of people half her age. When she does the Matrix, I just hear my back crackling. <laughs> honestly. Um, also taken to the these girls went out Trish there Trish. and really... Don't forget to mm -hmm. consider the fact that this is Trish Stratus' first cage match. Let's, let's also throw that in there. Mm -hmm. A very first. She cage. always, from what I, from what I, from what I, from what I understand, she always wanted to have a cage match, and she was able to get it off her um, bucket list. And I thought these girls went out there and had a really good match. I think this was honestly their best encounter between these two. They told a really good story. They went out there. Um, there was some really good stuff. I talked about Trish doing the Matrix. I like the spot where she did like the Matrix, the Matrix, and Becky turned around and hit her with like a leg drop. We talked about Victoria, um, talking about you, Storm. You mentioned earlier, years ago, Roxy Laveau and Victoria had some of the most wickedest uh, finishes. Uh, and I don't know if you just said that for females or just in general, but they had some wicked finishes. Yeah, for and females, they Trish have some insane finishers. The widow's peak, they 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 seeing Trish bust out the widow's peak, and she even did like the taunt, like how Victoria did, and I thought that was such a good, such a good touch. And then uh, Becky, she had a twist of fate, um, representing leader. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, Shay. Yes. Sawyer. <laughs> Where's Lita? Huh? Where's I, I can what? I can answer that. She's, She's on. So she, worried about where she is. Well, Lita, I can tell you exactly where Lita is. She's, She's on tour right now. She's always getting attacked. Okay, by um, 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 these two. Why is she not helping? Becky clearly handled herself because she knows. Okay, whatever. You Let me. Let me. Uh, let me. Let me I, I, listen. 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 Let's, let's end this. Let's end this debate now. Everyone want to know where Lita is? She's right now currently on tour with Elias and Rick Boogs. So leave her be, okay? She, she, she. But Becky gets the dub. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, what you call it? Um, Zoe comes out. She tries to help out Trish, but she's taking. Uh, she's taking out. She gets hit with the manhandle slam. Um, Trish tries to climb out. Trish hits her with. Uh, I mean, Becky hits her with a super manhandle slam. They gave these women a lot of time. 20 minutes. I thought this match was really good. This was, like I said, the best encounter, in my personal opinion. Uh, Soya, what did you think about this uh, this opener? I loved it. This is one of my favorites. At first, I really thought this was going to be, like, my match of the night until, like, other things happen. But, you know, I really, really enjoyed it so much. Like, and Trish was just taking it. Like, that's one thing about Trish. I feel like a lot of times people always kind of put this stamp of, Oh, she's a pretty face, and she doesn't want to take all these things. But I mean, she proves people wrong every time. She's always willing to take a crazy bump. She's just, she's just fantastic. She's so mother. Um, and honestly, I'm happy with how things ended. I always knew that Becky was going to come out on top at the end of it. Um, I think that you know, I'm glad that Trish got you know to have this great match. And I feel like they saved this great match. Like I feel like they didn't want to just give everything. They wanted to wait. And for that final match, you just do it, like, go crazy. And, I mean, I feel like most should do that. Like, you know, save – I mean, where does the term save the best for last come from, for God's sakes? And that's what they did because this was their best uh, encounter. Like, 
it was it was a really really good match like they put it all out there i mean trish with the welts on her forehead oh my goodness still Jeez. looking fantastic of course um and just becky like and obviously yes. Tiffany stratton on the sidelines so i know we're gonna be seeing my boot on them tuesdays we're excited <laughs> <laughs> What did you think, uh, Storm? What, what match, you of the year, match of the year candidate. Both of them. That was definitely match of the year candidate. Oh, damn. Yeah. They, they tore the house down. The insane bumps. Like, seeing Trish taking some insane bumps in um, the high spots at the top of the cage. There was I, I, there was nothing bad I could say about this match. But for their final encounter, they definitely brought the house down. Um, I was one of those fans who was really upset that they had gotten taken off the, the SummerSlam carriage for that, I think, what, what was it? A Slim Jim Battle Royale? But I'm glad they had the chance to redeem it. And, uh, payback was a hell of a way to end it, especially with that cage match. Again, this being Trish Stratton's first cage match and knocking it off the bucket list, yeah, match of the year candidate. Off of it. Wow. That's some, some big high praise there. Um, yeah, no, these, guys, these gals really went out there, killed it. So let me ask you guys this. Um, if I can add a little bit here. Uh, Zoe tries to check on Trish after the match, make sure that she's okay. Trish keeps pushing her and just don't want to have anything to do with her. Zoe hits her with the... Uh, do you know the name of her finisher? So I, I, I think it's like the Z360 or something like that. or something like that. I know I'm putting you on the spot. I don't mean to put you on the spot. But I, I, I never knew the name of her finisher at all. But it's like... But she hit her finisher. It's the... Z like four thousand or something. All I know is you're spinning in the air and she needs you, and then and ouch. But I sit there yeah. and go, what's next now? What's next for not Trish because I think she's done, but what's next for Zoe? I think Zoe with Trish Stratus was smart from the very beginning because uh, Zoe gets a good a decent rub out of it and then gets a lot more exposure. And um, due to the couple of matches that she had with freaking Becky Lynch, they were also really good matches. So what's next for Zoe Stark? It all depends on how they book her, in all honesty. Um, I hope they don't drop the ball with her because it seems to be what they're doing to a lot of NXT call-ups, especially the females. They like to drop the ball a lot. So I, I, guess, I guess we have to see where it goes because in all honesty, I'm going to keep it 100 with the exception of a few stars. The women's division in WWE is not really that great. And I don't blame them because they're very talented. I just blame the booking decisions that are made on them. So what about you? The, book, uh, the, the booking is bad, but the wrestlers in general are great, though. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So, um, and I hope she doesn't turn face because I honestly never, never, never really get behind Zoe when she's face. I think she's a better heel. Um, you, I just, I hope that they don't, please don't turn her face. That would be the worst thing they could possibly do. They have to find something else to do that will keep her as a heel because I just, as a face, I just, I, I just think she's a better heel. And there's certain people that just work better certain ways you know some people can do both some can't and that's okay you know no and i agree to that i don't even think this is necessarily her turning baby everyone's going she's baby she's baby no i think she attacked her because she was like yo i'm tired of you yelling at me and she need her and this could be a way if i don't know what's next for trish so for me 
I think she's done, but if she stays around, she puts over Zoe. How much he, and I think there'll be a lot of hill heat on Zoe if she let's say they have a match, right? There's some kind of match between her and Trish. She beats Trish or just dominates Trish in whatever in, in a lot of ways. Even though Trish was a hill in this program with Becky, let's be real, we all love Trish. Definitely. And when she if she does something, she beats up Trish, people people are gonna be like, You attack Trish? You suck. And not even suck because her in-ring stuff is great. I want to make sure that's clear. But suck meaning, like, I don't like you because you beat up Trish Stratus is my point. Do you think she'll she'll ascend to get the same type of heat uh, as uh, Dominic? It's hard to say. It's really hard to call that. I think the stuff with Dom, no one could call that. No one could. And when they realized they had that, they – they went with it. So I, I, I can't say it's hard to really call it. We had a singles match. We had LA Knight against The Miz. John Cena was the special guest referee. Um, and I'm not going to oh lie. My this God. Was the first part of the mat, uh, night where everything got uh, a little slow for me. Because LA Knight, um, LA Knight he, he, I mean, he's been on a lot of steam. He's great. Matter of fact, shout out. Uh, to my uh, co-host, because um, when we would do the NXT review show, he was always a fan of Eli, uh, LA Knight, Eli Drake. And um, for me, it took me a while to really see uh, what he was about. Like, charisma is through the roof. In-ring, he, he never did it for me. And Miz was never, like, an in-ring guy for me as well, but I respect everything that the Miz does. Two-time... Uh, he's a two-time Grand Slam champion. Um, somebody, if I have a company, I want Miz to be. I want him to represent my country. Um, as a country, I might that might be a thing soon. <laughs> but I would want him to represent my uh, comp. Huh? I'm sorry. Say that again. In the Marine, so remember. He was in the Marine. Was he in? Um, because I know he took over for John. Um. Because you know who was in there? It was um, Ted DiBiase. But I think Miz was before Ted B- uh, Ted DiBiase Jr., correct? I feel like he was. Do I you remember? Two or three. Or maybe three. Right. Because I feel like the Miz, I feel like the Miz did a few the Marines. Because John Cena did that one. And then he was like, nah. And then I feel like Miz did a few of them. But I wanted to give the Miz his flowers because I think he's somebody. I wanted to give him his flowers because the Miz is somebody who, I mean, he don't have the best record this year, right? I think he's lost. He's lost more than he won, but he's definitely someone who's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, like I said, like I was saying before, he's somebody. If I have a company, I know that I'm in good hands because this guy is somebody I can trust. Uh, this match did what it had to do. LA Knight gets the win. I I don't really have anything. Uh, uh, anything to add to this match except LA Knight won, beat the Miz, and LA Knight after he got the wind. Uh, John Cena, when he was going up the ramp, he went and raised his hand, and a lot of people were talking about that's a big endorsement because John Cena, who is one of the goats, right, raising LA Knight's hand, and it lets you know that LA Knight is somebody that they are look like someone that. It definitely looked like somebody that they're 
really trying to put the rocket behind. Uh, Soy, what did you think about this uh, encounter? Um, yeah, I feel like the match was a little long because already you had the really, really long, like, beginning with The Miz and Cena. And then you go into the match, and the match was much longer than I thought. I think we could have shaved maybe, like, three minutes off of there, maybe four. Um, but I enjoyed it, though. Like, it wasn't a bad match. I just feel like it was super long. Um, sometimes some matches call for it. Other times it doesn't. I feel like this time they really didn't call for it. So that's why I was kind of like, mm. um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm happy for LA Knight. I'm happy he's getting the shine that he deserves. Um, I found it funny how like at the end when John raised, um, you know, his hand and stuff and he like made sure to take off his ref shirt. So it looks more cool. Um, that just cracked me up. Right <laughs> Because he's, I know, because you know, sometimes you know what how you, these probably work. Mm-hmm. They're probably like, take off your shirt. We don't have a rough shirt when we take this photo. Because, you know, in two minutes, it was going to be all over Twitter. Like, look, he's passing the torch um, and all that stuff. But, yeah, no, I really, really. And a, and a ref shirt? That's what I'm saying. They told him to take it off. I'm sorry. He had the thought process to take off the ref no, shirt. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. To... Huh? Fair enough. Fair enough. What do you got, Storm? I'm sorry, can I be heard? You like you I want to make sure. Can I be heard? Yeah. It's like you're hearing me two minutes. Can I be heard? My yeah. sentence. That's what's confusing me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Storm, what do you got? Storm, are you still there? I'm here. Can y'all not hear me? Can I be heard? Okay. Okay. No, I, no now I can hear um, you. Sure. What did you th- What did you think about? Yeah. Definitely a solid match. Um, and even though everybody's saying that you know, LA Knight got the rub off from Cena, I'm gonna disagree and say he got the rub off from both Cena and Miz because, let's be honest, as as much as people want to say, oh, it's just a Miz. Miz is literally one of the most criminally underrated superstars out there. Like to me, he's one of the top talkers up there with Jericho and The Rock. Even CM Punk, like we're we're, we're going to start off there. Um, second off, as far as his wrestling is, his wrestling is solid. Maybe a little too safe, but all in all, it was a solid matchup. Um, it was kind of cool seeing LA Knight get in Cena's face because you know Cena was trying to be the most the the, the most fair and down the middle ref. So, all in all, solid match. Oh wow. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't necessarily say anyone was um, saying that, like, mm-hmm. LA Knight didn't get a rub from The Miz. It's just yes. they've been a program from almost a month, so the rub has already happened. But the new rub that happened last night mm-hmm. was with John Cena. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, and, I, you know, um, I, I just want to make sure, okay, because I can see my uh, volume thing. I just wanted to make sure I can... Um, no, I can be heard. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think the stuff with John Cena is definitely what put him over because, like, no one is definitely taking anything away from the Miz. Oh, well, he's back here. Hold on, well, it's, not even back. That. it's just that he's already gotten mm-hmm. the first sure, encounter that him and the Miz had, which was like almost like beginning of the month. Mm-hmm. He already got the rub, so we're just talking about the mm-hmm. new that happened last night. No one's saying no, that he didn't get any rub from Miz. It's just that if they've been in a program for almost a month, so it's already happened. 
I mean, yeah, they have been in the program for almost a month. Okay. But, like match wise, like, and here's, here's why I say Miz is criminally underrated. Most most people who've had a match with the Miz, Miz has this way of just putting people over to a point where, like, like you don't see Miz really carrying matches. He gives he gives his opponents the chance to shine, which is an amazing thing that Miz does a lot. He's done it with uh, Logan Paul. Um, he's done it with Bad Bunny. He's done it with a, a few a few people that he's taken on. So that's why I say like he kind of got a good rub off Miz also securing the win. Like yeah, they've been in the program for a whole month, but for the most part, it wasn't really. No solid match. It was just an actual, well-written feud. Well, you can get a. You don't have to necessarily be in a match with someone to get a rub. Um, you know, there's other times when just being in a ring with someone and having that like magic moment. Like I feel like when Miz and LA Knight had that back and forth when they had that uh, segment with each other, that first mm-hmm. encounter, right then and there, everyone was talking about that night. So that was a rub, in a sense. So. I it see. Really has to be like a match, so I feel like that already happened. That's gotcha. interesting. I, I I like how you pointed that all. I, I I like how you pointed that all out because like, um, right. It doesn't. What you're saying, pretty much. If I'm hoping I, uh, I uh, was able to grab all this. It don't have to be a match. It could be a segment where, in a lot of ways, he was able to get a rub. I feel so uncomfortable when I say a rub, but it's a way to put him over in a way, right? Like, it doesn't have to be a match. It could be this segment with him and Miz going back and forth and showing that he can hang with someone like Miz, who is very capable of um, holding his own on the mic. Exactly. Like, I would say, I mean, uh, you know, to speak on, you know, the late, great uh, Bray, when he had that segment with The Undertaker, a lot Mm -hmm. of people felt like that was a rub. That was a, you know... So they didn't have to wrestle for that. It, it sometimes it's just the impact of the moment. I can understand what she's coming from. I agree. I agree with that. Great job. So let's go on to the third match. We have Austin Theory. He's trying to win the United States, the WWE United States champion, uh, championship oh. against the fraudulent uh, Rey Mysterio. Um, yeah, I know. Ugh, Rey Mysterio. He's such a fraud. Um, Big time. Uh, uh, sorry, who who is the greatest... Who is the greatest uh, cruiserweight of all time? Mustafa Ali. Did she just say Mustafa Ali? I did. And Ali. You, are, you, you are the most on. You the most unserious individual I've ever met in my life. You, she, you know what she did? She moved away from the mic so Neville. she can laugh. I know she did. Neville. It is. Uh, and then, then my uh, the guest disappears again. It's fantastic. You said Neville is fantastic, though. I do have to sit here and say it's no, but it's Hubertude Guerrero. How dare you? Is the juice the juice Hubertude Guerrero? Include Guerrero. Thank you. Hey, we got to give it to the juice Hubertude Guerrero. We have this conversation every other week. Well, because all right, in all honesty, Mister is a fraud. <laughs> Ray Mysterio is a fraud. He, no, no, I, I I agree with him being a fraud. Um, greatest cruiserweight of all time is definitely the Juice. Who he was a correct? mask. So he was he was a mask. So oh, no, no, it's not. The, the thing is not. It's not about the fact that he wears a mask. All right. With, with wait, Ray, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Let me let me take this. Let me take this. Let me take this. Let me take this. Go ahead. Go ahead. He wears a mask. He hides himself. 
and he's an awful, uh, he's an awful father. And I know this because I listened to Dom. You know, Hoovy would never do such a thing to his children. And um, Ray Mysterio, um, you know, uh, he cut me off uh, when I was trying to order food. So, yeah, Ray Mysterio is fraudulent. Don't forget that he turns his back on his friends. Well, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I agree. Exactly. Eddie, Eddie Guerrero didn't want to have that ladder match. It was Rem. Eddie Guerrero didn't want to have that ladder yeah. match. It was Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is so powerful. <laughs> Any tongue that raises against him will be what? dealt with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't oh, stop it. Stop Ray, it. Ray, that was all Rey Mysterio's fault. I know. Well, we, exactly. had, we, we had. But well, we had Rey Mysterio against um, Austin Theory. I'm gonna let you guys take the floor. So, uh, Soya, uh, I know you're a big um, fan of Austin, Austin, Austin Theory. I just want to make sure because I feel like my mic is off, so I'm just gonna let you guys uh, take over. But um, what did you think about this match with Austin Theory and Rey Mysterio? We'll start with Soya and then Storm. Uh, so I actually really enjoyed the match. I feel like you know Austin definitely kept up with Rey. Like that's one thing. I feel like a lot of people don't like um, Austin Theory's booking, and they do have um, a leg to stand on. But when people start saying stuff about his like in ring, and they, I'm like, y'all gotta be serious. Y'all gotta be very serious people, and and stop being very unserious because his in ring has never been the issue. It's just um, his booking has been a little bit shaky, a lot shaky. Um, but I really did enjoy how much he was keeping up with uh, Ray in that match. It was actually very fun and enjoyable. It was a lot of reversals that I really thought were cool. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I didn't expect him to win. I think that this is another reset for him, just seeing how he looked after the match. And I'm hoping that they get it right with this reset because I do think that he is very talented and he has um, a lot to give. I think he'd be a really, really good baby face. Um, I think that he just, he has a thing about him. Like, even you can say, oh, his booking and, and stuff like that. 100% you have a leg to stand on. But when it, you look at him, he has an a, a, like a, a factor about him. I don't want to say it, but it's something about him. Like, I can't say it yet because the booking is confusing me. It's shaking my brain. But I feel like it's an it thing. But I, I don't want to say it because I don't want somebody to jump down my throat about it. But I think he has a lot to give. I think he has a great just like overall look. I think he's a great talker. I think that he's great in the ring. And I just want to see things get better for him. And when I said the thing about him um, with the pin got- earlier, that was more so because mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't do nothing with it. If they really did something with him getting that over John Cena, then I'd be like, yeah, you know, but they didn't do much with it. Booking's been weird, and, and that's where I'm at. And I'm waiting for LWO to turn on Rey Mysterio. Santos is giving very much, I'm going to turn on you vibes, and I'm just waiting for it. But it's going to be Rey who turns on him. What do you have? Uh, oh, okay. So our... Um, yeah, now you, you saw that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know why there's a delay on my end. I'm gonna check this out real quick. Um, he's back. Can you hear me though? Yes. Okay, so 
my thoughts on the A-Town downfall, in all honesty, I agree with Cap. His, his, he has a solid in-ring ability. He's solid on the mic. Um, but his booking, ever since I'd say he won the Money in the Bank briefcase and went to SmackDown, has been absolute terrible because, you know, wins Money in the Bank briefcase, cashes it in on Seth Rollins, um, loses, eventually gets the U.S. title, drafted to SmackDown, and then it's just been a like, after, after a while, I, I almost forgot Austin Theory had the U.S. title because they weren't doing anything with him. Um, do I feel that this loss is a reset? No, because I felt like he shouldn't have lost in the first place because Ray doesn't really need the U.S. title. If anything, this program should literally be Santos Escobar and, and Austin Theory. Okay, so walk with me. Walk with me. I'm going to explain it to you right now. What's going on right now is they're keeping it on Ray because they want him to transfer over to Santos and they want to, that's like a built-in storyline, a breakup. They love a good group breakup or group beat down because I feel like the LWO is going to go strictly with Santos and just drop Ray. So that's kind of why they're leaving it on Ray because there's a built-in storyline there. Right now, Austin Theory doesn't have anything really going on, which is why also I really wanted uh, Finn to win against um, Seth at SummerSlam because Seth doesn't have anything going on. They're just throwing champions at him. At, like they're just throw, throwing people at him to face. Like he doesn't have an actual storyline going on at this moment, adding in a title for the judgment day. Um, when they have all this dissension going on at the moment, it, it gives it something. I hate when a title just sitting around and don't got nothing going on with it. No storyline. That's why Roman Reigns, uh, his reign has been so great. Cause he always got something going on around that title. So I feel like that is why they have it on Bray because there's a built-in storyline there because it was supposed to be Santos, but he got attacked. So then, you know, Ray, that's, there's already animosity there that will be addressed. Austin doesn't have anything going on right now. So it just wouldn't make sense to keep him with the title and have the title having no traction at that moment. Um, I just want to make sure. Can I? Uh, um, am I heard? Yes. I want to make sure. Am I heard? Such a delay. I don't know why this is a delay on my end. I do apologize. I do apologize on the delay on my end. I don't know what I did um, to change all that, so I apologize about that. Um, but I do agree what um, Soya said because there's already a built-in storyline with. Ray and Santos and Santo and Ray retaining. I said this to you before. Santos beating Rey Mysterio for that United States Championship is going to be a lot bigger than him beating Austin Theory. That's just what I feel. Exactly. So Ray retaining beating Austin Theory. Ray's not going to hold that championship for a long period of time. He's not going to. Um, he's not going to hold that championship for a long period of time. Um, he's going to go, this is for him to put over Santos Escobar, which is fine. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think that's, you know, what's, um, best. And um, I do. We, I think a I lot do. of people about Santos, they want to see him in a more prominent, like, you know, not just someone coming out with Rey Mysterio while he's, you know, getting all the gold. I think that they want to see Santos in that position, you know, having gold because, He's so talented and he's just so just he's just great. Like really, really. And I think he's way more fun when he's a heel. I feel like it seems like he's having more fun. Um, so I, I'm ready for that.
No, he definitely seems like the kind of guy who he probably better off as a heel. Yes. I was talking to myself the last two minutes and didn't even realize. I'm, I can't. <laughs> uh, I don't know where I left off at, but I'll say this. This, this whole faction dissension faction is just too much. It's just too much. Only because, mm-hmm. only because if I'm right, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Santos Escobar a heel? Before he joined he WWE? He was a heel. He was a heel. Then all of a sudden, he shakes hands with Ray. Now it's a baby face, and now we're just gonna put him right back to being my dad. Yeah, too much. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I really don't mind that. I don't. I I don't mind him. I think he works better as a heel. I think they were trying to experiment with him as a baby face, and also too with the LWO. And there's a lot of things, and I don't have the answer for all those things at all. Um, I'm sorry. I had to change from my headset to just my mic, so hopefully I can be heard here. Um, yeah, you can't be. I, I just took, I took off my headset because my headset was actually disconnected. But I think they just wanted to do something. I think they just wanted to do something different with him. I, I think Santos Escobar definitely works better as a heel. Um, I didn't mind the babyface stuff. I was with it. The LWO bringing that back was cool. Um, like if you watch WCW, <laughs> like I remember that as a, a as a faction back in the day, and I was. It was cool. It was cool that they brought it back. And I know it was definitely a tribute to his friend um, talking about Rey Mysterio, talking about Eddie Guerrero, because he started the LWO. But what was your question? Because I feel like you you had a question. So well, my, thing is, so my thing, thing is, my thing is, all this dissension with all these factions, like, like, what's the point? What's the guy's point? Like, like, I get there's an end game because there's a story there, but we don't need all that. We don't need all that. In all hindsight, so to me, so Rey Mysterio didn't. Rey Mysterio didn't. I don't believe. I don't believe. But I. It, 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 it's the story. It's the story. It's the story. It's the story. It's 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 definitely it's definitely the story. It's it's um. At the end of the day, and I've said this to you before, Santos Escobar, and this is not a disrespect to Austin Theory, but Austin, but um, Santos Escobar beating Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship is bigger than him beating Austin Theory. For the United States Championship. That's just the truth. I also think I that... I'm sorry, is it yeah, on my yeah, end? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry, but, yeah. Just make sure... Oh, I, oh. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm just... Mute. No, I'm just... Um, I just feel like a group dissension is just like an easy... People love that, okay? Like, I get... It might be a lot, but people love seeing group breakups. Like it's like easy interest for people. Like it goes crazy on you know the internet. Like people love it. So hey, they're gonna keep running back to the well if there's still water in it. That was a great way of putting everything, um, Sawyer. Fantastic. Um, let's move on to the. Next match, we talked about the fraudulent Rey Mysterio beating Austin Theory. Um, I was asked recently who should run the LWO if it's not Rey Mysterio. Guess who I said? Who? Who? Who to Guerrero? That's how you send a message. 
But let's talk about match four. We had it was it was a street fight for the undisputed tag team championship. We had Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, baby. Which pretty much is pretty much me and Jeffrey if we were Canadian. Going against the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Rhea Ripley, who is the leader of the Judgment Day, said, Hey, on Monday, said, if you if we don't walk around, walk out with all the gold, then we're gonna have to make some changes here in the Judgment Day. Because you know, she's the leader. And that's what leaders do. Uh, I honestly I honestly enjoyed this match a lot. I thought this match was it was chaotic. Which I I feel fits the judgment day because they are chaotic in a lot of ways, right? I thought that this match was um I enjoyed this match. It was fun. Street fight match. You have, it was exactly um, what a street fight was supposed to be. I love the spot. There's a spot with Kevin Owens. He does the swan time bomb. I believe he does it on Damian Priest. And uh he does the swan time bomb in the audience. And Kevin Owens, I, I think he's talked about how his body's kind of beat up. Wrestling beats up your body. Totally. But he does a swanton bomb. It's almost similar to Warrior Rumble 2000 when Jeff Hardy does the swanton bomb to Bubba and uh, MSG. He does a swanton bomb. It's like the entrance way. And does a, it's just, it, oh, it's so good. It doesn't even look like uh, Kevin Owens overshot it a little bit, but he didn't. I think he got enough of it, but still, I was like, I've sat here and said, my tailbone. There was a spot also, too, where the Judgment Day, they threw them, uh, both Sammy and Kevin Owen, over the pen, uh, the penalty. Look, I don't watch hockey. I'm sorry. I don't know enough about hockey, but the penalty um, thing. And they came out with the jerseys, with the with the sticks, and they, they, uh, they gave the sticks to both Damien and uh, Finn. There's a pause there because I'm trying to get everything together here. But this match was fun. It was everything you need to be. Damien, I mean, Damien. Uh, Damien was a, a gem on this thing and also Finn as well. But also, Dominic was making sure that his team won. Dominic and also, too, it, it was really a team effort. Dominic made sure his team was getting through. But also Rear, and also to shout out to JD Madonna to help out, who's not an official member of the Judgment Day. There was a few spots because uh, Sami Zayn literally annihilated both Judgment Day members. He hit the uh, Huluva kick on on uh, Senior Money in the Bank, Damian Priest, and he broke up the count. He also dominated Finn Balor when he hit him with the uh, uh, Huluva kick. And uh, Dominic helped out. He hit him with the... <laughs> Have friends like Dominic Mysterio. Because he will make sure he will look out for it. He hit him with the, uh, money, with the money in the bank. Finn rolled over him. And Finn got his first pinfall of the year. Uh, what did you think about this? Um, you know what? Nah, we can't take this floor right now. Let's give the floor because she is she is judgment. Oh, I don't know if she's judgment day, but she is a part of the Bala Club. Sawyer, what did you think about this match? 
Okay. I'm sorry, was it on my end? I'll... I don't know who. <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously I was very happy about this match because the right person won. I was in here screaming very loudly. Um, I was upset when they were talking and allowed these men to have time to put on a shirt and then grab hockey sticks because why would you give that much time? What were you talking about? It was not that serious. Um, I just can't believe that Finn 1v2'd um, Sammy and Kevin like that. Like, what a powerful, like, iconic wrestler that he is. Um, I really, really enjoyed this match, though, like, all jokes aside. Um, I think this, like, as I said earlier, I felt like Trish and Becky was going to be my match of the night, but then this match happened, I feel like, uh, basically what Storm said, like, it was just like a street fight and what it should be. It was all over the place. There were so many things. I was scared for Kevin Owens multiple times in this match. Like, that. oh, my God, when he did the swanton, I was scared for him. Just the landing was ugly to me. Like, I could not even watch it. And just, like, him doing the, the pump-up uh, powerbomb to JD onto the announcer's table that just would not be beat. I'm telling you, that table was not going out, like, at all, at all. That table was like, you're literally going to have to tank me to, to for me to drop. And you know what? I respect it. Um, that table was God mode. No, seriously. Um, and I just really, really enjoyed the match. And I'm just really happy for Finn because this is long overdue. Um, I think he deserves these things. I think he has proven to be someone who's willing to do uh, do what needs to be done with storyline or, you know, coming out there and putting on great matches, easy. Like, he's just, he's a legend. He's iconic, and he really deserves yeah. this. So I'm really happy he got to be Grand Slam. Deserved. Here's the thing. Do I agree with Finn and, uh, and Damian Priest winning? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Why? Because in all hindsight, and the floor is open for anybody to disagree, but Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens' title run was lackluster at best. And um, you guys can disagree with me if you like, but I felt like this run was plagued, but basically plagued with injuries, and they really didn't do much with it. And in all hindsight, I do hope that the Judgment Day can, can probably do better, but. I feel like the Usos put them those belts to a whole new level that I don't think anybody will be able to touch for a while. So definitely kudos to Finn for winning, but in an all, all hindsight, let, let's be real, Jack. Do you really think that Finn Balor and, and, and Damian Priest can live up to the Usos, Usos legacy? I don't think anyone gets a reign and it's first thinking, oh, I wonder if I can outdo someone else's legacy. I think they want to, you know, make their own. So I'm not really. Even to solidify their own. It, again, Sami, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, they're, they're tag teams. Out of, you couldn't solidify anything because that was a lackluster run. And um, if booking goes down the same way they're booking Rhea Ripley, it's just going to be a lackluster title run where it's like, all right, eventually she's going to have to give it up. So hopefully everything is actually booked better. Like I'll say, I said this to to Puba earlier. I said that's that's the one thing I didn't like Kevin Owens' tag team title run. I don't like Rhea Ripley's women's champions run. Um, and not because they can't perform; they perform amazingly. But booking wise, 
they're not doing anything well. Like Rhea Ripley's had this title since what Mania, and 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 can we say can we say that it's not the most memorable? No, no, I can't say that actually. Um, probably you, you. Um, yeah. So my thought process on that is. I don't think the booking's bad at all. I think people want to see her, and I don't. I don't know how many matches people would like to see her in uh, monthly or weekly, but she's literally on every show most weeks. She mm-hmm. still gets the biggest pops. She still gets the most views on most platforms. Uh, so, if if I could see it like how with you know Austin Theory, how he's not really getting a reaction, how he's kind of like you know, it, it's not a lot of stuff going on, and there's no there's no cloud around him. I get it when you say about him, but with Rhea, she has been like the most talked about. No one's forgetting her. She has feuds lined up because she still has something with Liv coming after Raquel. So it's not like they're not building stories because she has built in ones. It's just let me, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. Do you remember earlier how you said Seth Rollins really has no story with that belt? They're just throwing him opponents. But Rhea does have a story. She's dealing with the stuff uh, today. She's she, in NXT. she's doing stuff with the Judgment Day, definitely NXT wise and everything. Going on at NXT as well. I mean, I, but, I don't know how much you watch NXT, but she does have that going on as well. No, so I know, I know, she's definitely doing her thing on NXT. But when we when we talk to we talk Rhea Ripley, champion wise, she hasn't really gotten like at least with Seth, they're throwing him actual competitors, whereas Rhea Ripley has been getting opponents that don't really belong in her league. What? Whoa, Raquel? Yeah, I could say I could say that I can genuinely say that because Natalia. Let's 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 start with Natalia. Natalia was great at one point, but let's be real; she's been used as enhancement talent. Like the entryway that everyone's title reign they face Natalia. That's just like a stamp of saying my title reign has started. And then then we go from Natalia to who, who else was after Natalia? I don't even remember who the next opponent after Natalia was. Zelina Vega. Worthless, absolutely worthless. Yeah, there was. I not agree with that whatsoever, and I don't even like that word of saying someone is worthless. That's no, 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 not not saying Zelina Vega is worthless, but that was a pointless, pointless feud. They were literally just trying to build off the hype that she got off of uh, that show in Puerto Rico. Then after that, just faded into the obscurity. They haven't done anything with Zelina Vega afterwards. That match did nothing for nine. Yeah. So, yeah. So matches, they don't. Have a storyline, but she has had matches. She has had food. She has a few going on with Cindy Hartwell, Candice Ray, Raquel, and Liv currently. I just want to put that out there. So, no, and, uh, and it's great that you point that out. Um, uh, is this still Echo? Uh, just to yeah, be sure. Kinda. It's still. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. I took the headphones off, so I. I maybe oh, I should, now it's good. So maybe that. Oh, maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe I just need to move a little bit <clears throat> back from the mic. I apologize. But no, it's great that you point out those things because like, there's a lot of things that um, I know that I uh, guess he was. Um, okay. What I also hmm, want to say is I don't like that because there's been times when mm-hmm. Roman Reigns didn't have any specific like person that he was like going at and he just had people getting thrown at him in his earlier point of his title reign. And That's people true. just let it be. I don't. It's always no, different so, mindset for I, like the women's wrestling. Throws me off. No, I I fell back a little bit because I, you know, I it had nothing to do with me. So I just wanted to let you guys have that 
floor. So the conversation was pretty much Rhea Ripley. And I think Rhea Ripley's run, it's it's um it could be better. And I think there's a lot of things that could be better, but oh, okay. The, my thing is, is this, she she hasn't had a she hasn't had a credible opponent in all honesty. And it's it's not her fault, but literally the opponents that she's had over the last couple of months, like she these opponents, they aren't Oscar, they aren't Bianca Belair, they aren't Charlotte Flair, they aren't Becky Lynch, they aren't anybody credible to be thrown in you front do of have to like, build up. You do you do have to build up to that. I'm sorry. I, I'll, I'll, no, you're absolutely right. You gotta build up to that. You definitely have to build up that. But this is real Ripley. Someone who's already established. Like if you already have this title, you beat Charlotte Flair. Why are they feeding her talent that's not been built up to that level yet? You see what I'm saying? No. So, because you have to kind of give it for a titled reign, like when she ends it, they'll have a list. The same way they had a list for Austin Theory when they said every person he beat, you know, beefing up the list before they start throwing the real grenades. Even though I feel like Raquel is someone who is coming up and she has a lot of potential. Zelina Vega has a lot of, I, honestly, I think she's great. I think she's a fantastic wrestler. I think she's very underrated. Um, obviously, Natalia, I mean, it's Natalia, like, you know, she's like the, entryway she's like it's almost like a rite of passage to face natalia in your reign it's being built up it's been a lot of times that they have been I, I feel like when becky gets done with tiffany they have been teasing her and becky for a while now so that's something that's gonna come like you just gotta give it time they clearly want her to have the title for a long time so in the middle you got to give her matches. What are you going to do? Wait until Becky's done with, because she was in the middle of the stuff with Trish. She's been in the stuff with Trish for a pretty long time since like WrestleMania, like a few weeks after WrestleMania, you know? So she's been tied up. You know, what can you do with that? And now it seems Becky's going into something with Tiffany Stratton for NXT. So in that time, they have to give her, give Rhea something to do when they know the person that they're going to throw at her. It just but no, here's my question to both of you. Does, does, does that not make the title run more lackluster than you think? Because now you, you compare championship runs to like Charlotte Flair, who did, who's just when she was when she was champion, she got everybody. Whether it was it was whether it was Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky Lynch, she had a, an incredible title run, even when uh, Bianca Belair had it pretty decent title run but for i feel like for real they're not giving her the credible opponents that she deserves in all honesty in all hindsight or better yet you're not building up the women's division enough to give Rhea ripley credible opponents because at this stage in the game like you can already tell the opponents they're giving us like oh okay Rhea ripley's gonna dominate them there's no real threat of her losing the title whereas if you put her against somebody like like bianca belair it's like oh shit all right this is a matchup where bianca could take it maybe not or her versus Oscar. Oscar could possibly take it, maybe not. But it's not one of those. Nah, Rhea Ripley's gonna dominate them and keep it going. Like the match is already predicted before it even happens. You see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? But it doesn't have to be though. All the time again, I feel like they're just trying to beef up her reign and give her some victories before it starts get, getting a little bit more shaky. Like whereas WrestleMania wasn't that far ago. You know, they're still trying to give her more time. And again, Becky has been wrapped up. They don't have certain people on that roster at the moment that could face her. Um, and I also think the people she's faced last night, Raquel gave her a run for her money. And they even Definitely gave did. Raquel 
look good because that win had a little bit of like funkiness to it with Dominic. So I don't think it's just like flunkies. I don't see any of them as flunkies, to be honest. Um, and I do think that her reign is not as bad as people try to make it out to be. It's a little dramatic, um, but it doesn't take away that she's a fantastic wrestler. She's one of the most relevant currently. She's talked about. She's on two different shows a week. She's some. When you look on any platform for WWE, she's getting the most views most of the time. So I would not say anything about her, nor her reign is irrelevant. Nah, not to say her reign is irrelevant, but like I said, it's more of a lackluster deal. Not, not. There's no way. I don't think anybody could sit there and say with a straight face, Rhea Ripley is irrelevant. That's. I would definitely call that out as false. Um, do I think her title reign could have been better? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, also I, I, feel like, I feel like her title reign could be better, but then again, like I said, it's not her fault, and I can't even plague her opponents because, like I said, they're not being built up to be credible opponents. It's the credibility of the opponent that I look for. Like with Seth Rollins, the, the credibility of Finn Balor was tenfold. The credibility of, uh, or the looming threat of Damian Priest was credible. Same thing with even Shinsuke Nakamura, a credible opponent. Like when I'm looking at title reigns, I want to see you defend against credible opponents. Even Roman Reigns, his historic title run, he's been facing nothing but credible opponents. Dominating them, but facing them nonetheless. Historic title run, he's been facing nothing but credible opponents. Oh wow, that echo. Um, so right, I was wondering where it's coming from. Yeah, I'm wondering. Okay. Every last opponent that Roman has faced oh, wow, was was dumb. Um, so, yeah, I'm wondering. I don't know. I think it's coming. I was hoping that uh, I was heard because you know, uh, having uh, technical difficulties on my end. I don't know. I think it's coming from me. It's coming from me. Yeah, it's like a delayed echo. I'm sorry. Is it coming from me? Yeah. Yeah. because yeah, the echo like is delayed. Echo. I don't know why there's a delayed echo on my end. I don't. Yeah. I can't explain it at all. Yeah, because the echo is delayed. You guys take over. I'm gonna. I got. I'm, I'm gonna figure this out. But go ahead, take over. Uh, I was just gonna say, um, in terms of Charlotte, like you did bring up her and her reigns, and I understand what you're saying. But at the same time, say, how long um, is Charlotte? Charlotte bring up her, her reigns and hear myself again. I understand what you're saying. How long is Charlotte's reigns? Most of it's pretty short. Why? Because most of the time they just want to give her more title reigns so that she can get to that uh, 16. None of her title reigns have been really long. So, of course, they're going to give her most, like, you know, the heavy hitters because she's going to hold it for, like, what, a few months? Rhea has had this title for a good minute. They're beefing it up. You know, they want it to be a long reign. So if you, what do you say, blow your load um, prematurely, that's not the best thing, right? Definitely not. I agree. That's my only thing. So that's what I'm saying. Um, I hear your, I hear your frustrations. But I do think that it's going to heat up more. Um, I think they're just trying to give her that time to kind of get those get those wins under her belt to say, oh, you know, I've beat this person, this person, this person. That's what Rhea Ripley is. She's about being a dominator. So she needs that list to start being built up for her reign. And then, you know, she'll start. The Becky thing is going to happen. That's like they've been teasing it for months. It, it's going to happen. It's just Becky has a lot going on right now. And once that's done, we'll go. And it would be it would be great to see. And in all honesty, 
I always felt Rhea Ripley was already dominant when she started going after men. Like, to me, it's just like, like the awesome Kong era all over again. I enjoy seeing that in Rhea Ripley. And I just feel like when you have a, a female persona that can take on the men, like, yeah, her championship reign probably should be long as hell. But if she's taking on men or going face-to-face -face with people like the likes of Solo Sokoa or, like, lifting up people like uh, – uh, uh, what is his name from the OC? Luke Gallows. Luke, yeah, Luke Gallows. When you're power slamming Luke Gallows or going toe to toe or face to face with Solo Sokoa, it's like okay, you need to be taking on more dominant female industry, like female names in the industry. And Selena Vega could be one of them, but they just don't do anything with her. Natalia, we've all reached. That I do. Point I do. If I can, uh, I, I don't mean to interrupt. I, I mean, seeing that now, I am not on a delay and everything like that. But let me ask you guys this because Seth Rollins recently he was on the After the Bell podcast and he did talk about the women's um, division in WWE and he said that he felt like they were not showcased. I don't have the the exact vernacular, but do you guys agree with? Matter of fact, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Because I, I feel like I'm doing it in uh an unjust. Because I just want to see if you guys agree with this. Because Seth Rollins, he mentioned he... That is very loud. Um, But he said that he believed that the WWE Women's Division hasn't been showcased as well as they could have been over the past six months. Do you guys agree with that? Yes. Wholeheartedly so, agree. Yeah, I can say that it's been lackluster with how they've been booking the women. And I'm really sad because I feel like at one point they were getting it right and then things just started going left. Um, so I'm hoping that they get that together because they have a lot of talented women and, it's, and it would just be a shame to waste. Um, I agree. I agree. And you know I what? And I, and I agree with it so much because a lot of people watch the NX, um the main roster, not realizing that the women division in NXT is pretty damn good. It is, but I feel like I feel like a majority of the call-ups for the females haven't had the, the, the greatest success on the main roster run. Matter of fact, I can say a lot of NXT stars in general haven't had like like, like the greatest the same success that they had on NXT. And I just like feel like hole. it's just because they're not they're not being booked properly. And like plus like hole, like hole, like hole. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. You, you can say you can say Johnny Gargano, but I can also say Seth Rollins. Tommaso Ciampa. I can say Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. And there's a Johnny bunch Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. Um, let me see. Up until recently, Eosky and Dakota, Eosky and Dakota Kai. Um, when I say recently, I mean like up until last year. Um, let's see here. Uh, Johnny Gargano's wife. I can't remember her name right now. Candice um, Lorraine, uh, Mia, Mia Yim, or Michin, whatever they call her now. Um, my, point is, my, my point is, my point is that you can make an argument that there's some people who, and also too, when you say Johnny Gargano, he, he, I, I'm trying to think how long has he been up here. I think it's been like a year. Okay, but it's an opportunity to still that he can still find his way. It's not over. Like, a lot of people sit here and go, it's over. Oh, it's been a year. Then No, it's not. And now Austin that... Theory. Austin Theory, there's an opportunity to rebuild him. 
Austin Theory was never really one of my guys, but I sit here and go, and there's so much to review um, because I feel like we two hours. We don't do two hours, so let's let's move forward. Yeah, this has been a great show. I love this show. Um, let's move forward. Um, what are we talking about? Um, um, uh, payback. So let's move forward. You we already you, so. Let me ask you guys, what did you guys think about Rhea Ripley against Raquel Rodriguez? I'm hoping I said that right because uh, I... No, still- Rodriguez, Rodriguez, come on, man. Like, act like you got some sense. Okay. So, uh, why don't we open the floor with you because uh, you extended the show, uh, show much longer. <laughs> so, what do you think about this? It was the Women's World Championship match, Rhea against Raquel what did you think about it? And we'll give the floor to uh, solid matchup. It was it was definitely a solid matchup. Um, again, I, I didn't see Rhea uh, Ripley dropping the title, but it was it was definitely good to see that you know she she got an opponent that she just can't toss around. She couldn't manhandle. So I, I definitely I definitely enjoyed the even matchup. Um, but of course, you know with Dirty Dom there, Rhea wasn't dropping that damn title. Did you want to add anything uh, to this match, Sawyer? Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very physical. Um, and I think that seeing how Rhea has just kind of like, she's so in her zone, like her character, the way she even just like reacts, how she moves in the ring. Like she just knows which way to look like to every type of like, she gives off that. She's just a star. Like is what I'm saying. Like she has it all locked in like completely. Like I don't see one thing that she doesn't have. She's just great. And just watching her in this match, like, oh, she was so methodical and just like everything she was doing. And then Raquel was great as well. I feel like this was a really, really fun match for me. Um, yeah, it was, it was really fun. Like, and they obviously protected Raquel. I think that they really do see a lot in her. Um, I can see why. And they just want to protect her. So having, you know, Dominic get a little involved. Um, that keeps it for that to kind of still be open. And, you know, obviously Rhea still has whenever Liv Morgan, um, you know, comes back. That's another. So it's something cooking up and I'm excited. It was a good, it was a good match. Um, they gave these women uh, 17 minutes and 20 seconds uh, um, time, which was cool. Um, I thought this was the weakest thing of the show. Um, I, I wasn't I felt like there was a lot more. They had better matches in NXT, and I sit there and go, "This was the first encounter." Okay, if, when they have a, eventually a, a rematch, it's going to be a lot better. And this is something that I said with AJ Styles and John Cena when they had that match at Money in the Bank because I knew, I said, "Eh," but I know they can deliver and they can have a better match. This match didn't do it for me. Um, Rear winning was the right call. And I do agree that they found a way to make sure that Raquel didn't look weak in this um in, in defeat. And uh I don't know when they're gonna have a um do they have a PLE in October? I know NXT um, had- if it's not the super show, it's it's uh fascinating. Okay. Um, cause I know NXT have um um no mercy now, which is fantastic. Um, but um, I thought that these uh women they worked hard. It just it just didn't feel like that match for me. But um, I I feel like the next encounter is going to be better. 
So um, Rhea retains. Judgment Day walks out with uh, <laughs> they say all the gold, but not the main gold. I don't want to get yelled at. I mean, Damien still has money in the bank briefcase. It's and no, honestly, because I just don't think it'll be a fun reign. Like, I'm just being honest. Like, mm-hmm. Damien's been kind of, like, lackluster for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was shocked oh. to the money in the bank, honestly. Um, I just felt like there were other people in that match I would rather like to see win. I um, think everybody was rooting for LA Knight that match. Uh, honestly, not just LA Knight. There was other people in there I definitely wouldn't have mind winning. If I could go down the list, I'm not remember every freaking name in there, but I honestly sure. think there was at least three other people I would have rathered before Damien. Just I do. I feel like mm-hmm. um, he hasn't really. Yeah, like I understand you say yourself about Finn, but before the the Money in the Bank, it really was nothing going on with Damien whatsoever. He was getting beat by Bad Bunny. That's what he was doing. Um, and okay, not He was missing half the time in the group, like. When I'm sorry, but when they talk about Judgment Day, they say Rhea, they say it sometimes could be interchangeable, it could be Finn, sometimes it could be Dominic, sometimes, and then it's Damien. This is the truth. This is the truth. Um, nothing against him, but it's just honestly just how he was booked the last few months. And then they randomly gave him the money in the bank. It was the most like for you to just be like, I do, I do have to sit here and say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, um, madam. I, I do apologize. But I do agree because when he won Money in the Bank, I I was thrown off. I was like, I did not. This was not on my bingo card, right? Is that what you're trying to say? It was not on your bingo card, correct? Yeah, no, it wasn't. Like I didn't expect it because of his prior booking. Like the only things that we knew about Damian was that he had the thing with Bad Bunny. That was a, a fun match. I enjoyed that match. But other than that, he didn't have anything going on. So it just really came out of nowhere just based off of how he was being booked. I feel like they were paying more attention to the stuff going on with, you know, Finn because he was having his matches with Edge and AJ. Um, and then, you know, Rhea obviously was, you know, Rhea. She was, you know, she, this was her rise. This last, like, since she joined the Judgment Day. I feel like she was already rising, to be honest. But when she joined the Judgment Day, she just locked into a character and just kind of, like, has been just evolving, evolving. And then, you know, Dominic, obviously, you know, getting the, the, loud, the loudest boot. Yeah, it's like every week the guy can barely get a word out before getting booed out of the building. So that's amazing. You can't pay for that kind of. Heat. Yeah, no, exactly. You can't teach that. That's just something that comes. So all these people, like all the people in the group are getting all this attention in their own solo ways. And, you know, Finn's having these awesome one on one matches with, you know, these legends. And then Damien's just over here. I got beat by Bad Bunny. Like that's what he had at that moment. So it was very shocking when he won Money Bank. I'm I'm just being honest. It's funny. I thought it was shocking at first, but then I had just remembered that uh, it was spoken about that they were really high at the time. They were really high on on uh, Damian Priest. Like they like he like apparently he stepped his game up to a point where they were really high and really behind him. So was I shocked that he won Money in the Bank? Yeah, but. Because they were really behind him and they were really proud of his work, it's like, okay, let's see what, what you do with that next. Then creating the dissension of the Judgment Day. So I think that that but, had a lot to do with um, that. They, I did hear that about how they were impressed with him because they worked. He worked well with Bad Bunny, and that's kind of the same thing of like you know with the Miz or with Cody or Seth when they work with like you know celebrities. 
they they're like, man, you really did your thing, you know, and that's why they kind of look at them as those people that they can trust, like with those type of things. Um, so I could see why they would, you know, say that. And he did, he did a great job with uh, Bad Bunny. I mean, yeah. And I think that, you know, Damien, obviously, like, he's a great talker. I think he's a great wrestler. Um, his character is kind of like, I don't really know what his character is. Um, he's just Damien. But I don't either. I I'm not going to lie to you. Before you join the Judgment Day, he was just this guy who had Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And it's like, well, before before all that, before he was before uh, the Heiko, uh, was it was it Heiko and Drac and all that stuff? He had like this rock star gimmick and whatnot and stuff like that. And I'm talking about NXT. Um, if you're talking main roster, oh, when he was yeah, back when he was yeah. the Archer of Infamy. Yep. Good job. You've been doing some research. Good job, sir. Um, but when he, yeah, when he was doing all that stuff, he was pretty much a rock star and he was doing all this stuff where it was just, there's a picture of him and Triple H and, you know, Triple H have this famous where he's pointing at you, right? Cause it's like, he points, that's where the Triple H points and he's in a jacuzzi and he's pointing at a Damien Priest. So he had a rock star gimmick. Um, the main roster, I guess his thing was, uh. It was just so, emo. Yeah, I was trying to figure it out. Oh, so you're trying to say he was uh, My Chemical Romance. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, 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 don't, yeah, I, don't I do that. that. Do I'm not, okay no, 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 no. Sawyer muted herself. No, 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 don't do that. Am I am I telling the truth, uh, Sawyer? <laughs> I just, I just want to know, for me. So I'll move forward. I think Cody had an opinion. Cody had a, you said who? Okay, so no one hears me. Uh, did we talk about Rhea beating Raquel? Okay. Um, yeah, we, 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 we spoke. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this for last. I'm gonna say this for last because I, I do want to move forward. I was able to watch uh, the finishing of. Seth freaking my back hurt Rollins against uh Shinshe Nakamura. This match was pretty solid. I think that I think I think this match could be I think these two can have a way better match. But I think these guys delivered talking about um Seth uh Seth freaking Rollins against Nakamura. Um they, they gave these guys 26 uh 26 minutes and five seconds. And um I, I enjoyed the match. I, I just sit here and go, man, these guys can have a way better match. Uh, I'm going to pass the floor to you, Storm, and then you, Sawyer. Um, what did you think about this match? Um, very – there was another solid. Um, it, it was, this is definitely not match of the year candidate for me. It's, it's not one of those. But uh, it did tell the story that it's supposed to tell. And um, I kind of look forward to a rematch between these two because, like you stated, and I do agree, it wasn't it, it wasn't the match that I was hoping for. I kind of expected more out of it, but first encounter, understandable. Let's see where this goes. What about you, Soy? What did you think about this match? Um, yeah, no, I thought it was really like they they definitely did their thing. I feel like it definitely kicked up to a gear like more towards like the middle end. 
I, like it's it kicked up to a new gear and it really really started to hit like for real and honestly i didn't expect anything less from you know these two obviously they're fantastic wrestlers so i mean duh um i really honestly i'm gonna be honest with you i wanted shinsuke to win or i wanted damien to cash in so we can just get that over with get that title reign over with um but none of those things <laughs> One and why are you not a Seth Rollins fan? I, I gotta ask. No, no, no. When I mean when I say get the title reign over, I meant get Damien's over with. Either he needs to just cash in because I just don't want him with that briefcase anymore because it's dangerous. It's very dangerous to Finn, and I just want him to get it over with, cash in and lose or win. Just get rid of the briefcase. <sighs> that's that's my that's what I mean when I say get this thing over with. But in terms of, like, Seth, I just feel like his reign has been a little bit boring. I don't know. I just how I feel. I feel like he should have lost it to Finn at SummerSlam. Honestly, I was ready. I was so ready. Not even just from a bias standpoint, but just in general, because I feel like he hasn't had, I don't know, just nothing going on. Like, I know you say Rhea don't got nothing going on, but she has the stuff with the Judgment Day and the stuff with Raquel and Liv. She has a storyline or something. Seth doesn't have anything except for trying to play the victim with a bunch of people that he has wronged. That is his storyline. And that's not a real storyline. That's just craziness. So. It is, but I'm kind of glad Finn didn't win at SummerSlam. And I'm going to tell you why. Because it's already insulting that he's already held a universal title for a night. I don't want to see where that record is broken, where he beats Rollins and Damian cashes in right there in the spot. Because then it goes from one night to a few seconds which means now everybody's had a longer reign than Finn Balor. And I don't want that to be the running joke because Seth already destroyed him with that. So I'm kind of glad Finn doesn't win. Does Damien need to cash that in before Finn wins? Yes. Is that going to happen? Probably not. I feel like the dissension is going to end with Finn winning that title from Seth and Damien cashing right then and there. Nah, not necessarily. It depends. I mean, I don't think that's happening now because Finn is completely out of the main title picture at, at this moment. So... Um, it's not. It may not happen now. It may not happen later. But sooner or later, that check's gonna be cashed. I don't think ass. that it's gonna be that Damian does it. I think they have the tag titles, and that's something they can work around with their dissension. I think that Damian just gonna cash in on Seth soon. I think that he's nearing the end of his reign, or it feels that way because again, there's just nothing going on with that reign. So they just just get that over with, so we can be rid of this cursed briefcase. <laughs> you're just upset because Finn you're, you're afraid of they're going to do that to Finn don't you no it's just a cursed briefcase literally Finn has lost multiple matches in the last few in this last month because of that briefcase multiple times I just want the briefcase gone you know what though it, 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 some would say that Finn costed himself some of those matches that's a lie that, that, that damn briefcase there have been times that briefcase was, was thrown to Finn here I'm trying to give this to you to help you win. And he's like, are you trying to cash in? What are you doing? Like, no, no, Finn, you're an idiot. Uh, here we go. Like, like, I, 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 I feel like Finn costed himself a few of these matches. With that That's briefcase. not true. That's just like objectively not true. Um, there's been times where Damien has thrown it and it slipped through his legs because Damien put too much pressure when he pushed it into the ring and it landed in Cody Rhodes' hand. That has hold nothing on, to do with Finn. Finn has nothing to do with that. He didn't even get to touch it. Oh, okay. I, I really, I really try to, I really try to. 
You know what? I'm gonna fall back because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get yelled at. I, I, I've been yelled at by this woman. You know what? You're right. Um, I'm, I'm... Don't start. Don't even start. You know what? I do want to start. You know what? Let's go. You know what happened? You keep blaming. Leather, you say, what do you call him? Leather pants. Leather pants, yeah. But because he, 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 he wears leather pants better yeah. than anybody else on this planet. Let me tell you something about Damien Priest. Damien Priest sit here and say, Yo, bro, let me help you out. And he passes him the money in the bank. Why is Finn's face in a serious relationship with the money in the bank briefcase? <laughs> no one asked for that. And all I'm sitting here saying is, I like Finn Balor. He inspires me. I listen, I have, I have. You know, not for nothing. You're trying to gaslight me because I know what I see. I know what I see. I know what I see too, you, Sawyer. Gentlemen, you, you, you have been. You have been. No, is that no. you looking through bear goggles? I don't wear goggles. All <laughs> you the, you know, are. You're looking. You're looking at these matches through funhouse mirrors. That's what's going on here. Let me tell you something, Sawyer. I'm glad he left. But let me tell you, something, Sawyer. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Zoe, because you're not going to... No, 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 no. You're going to have to wait. You're going to have to sit there and... Oh, no. He, he doesn't wait. He just jumps right in. Let Ladies me tell you something. Welcome to a Category 5. Category 5? That Listen, they already know what happens when here on the uh, uh, Big Pop City Podcast. But, Sawyer, you sit here... Listen, I like Finn. I think Finn... I'm happy that he is a Grand Slam champion. He deserves it. He's definitely uh, uh, a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I do want to throw that Agreed. out there because I think this guy is fantastic. I think it's the booking, and I think he does his job very well. I do want to throw that out there. But when I listen to Sawyer, because she's so biased, she attacks every chance she gets against Damien Priest. His name is Damien Priest, by the way. It's not Leather Pants. Are you sure? This man, I know what. No, 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 but leather pants, you keep giving them leather pants, and then you confuse you the Twitterverse, and you sit there, and everyone's like, yeah, justice for Finn, justice for Finn. What about justice for Damien Priest, who has been trying to help um, uh, Finn Balor multiple times? Hey, here's the briefcase. There's one time he said, no, we're going to do what I said. And what he said, I'm like, what was your plan, Finn Balor, to get Dominated. Apparently, and apparently to, to count the lights. No, no, I don't know no, about no, getting no, dominated. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I have to cut you off because the, the big pop. I, I, give me a minute, sir. All I'm saying is, saying is, Finn has said him and said, "We're going to do things my way." And when I saw things go his way, guess what happened? Based on the briefcase, and I know. Sawyer, and I'm going to get yelled at after the show, and I'm so upset that I'm going to get yelled at. <laughs> but Finn got dominated. But that's the show. I think we covered... Well, you're not Why is Finn getting dominated? No, no, no. Let me tell you something. You're no. saying Finn is having a match with Seth at SummerSlam, and no, I'm sorry, Money in the Bank. And randomly, he comes out by himself. He did not come out with Judgment Day. He came out by himself, and he was winning. Ladies and, and gentlemen, we've entered pants, level threat orange. Leather Pants randomly just walks out with the money in the bank, just standing there ominously, just like 
for no reason. And you're telling me Finn has no reason to be like, what are you doing here? And if he really came out the house, he left the briefcase in the back. Liar! Don't you yell at me. First off, you're saying a lot of stuff here, Sawyer. And I appreciate it because um, you're saying liar. And listen, I love it. Listen, Ballot Club is standing up, right? That's what's going on right now, correct? Yes. Shout out to you guys. And I, I listen, Ballot deserve all of this. But I do want to sit here and point out that Damien came out there to help Finn. And Finn was jealous because he never won the money in the bank. Listen, he's a hater. I wish he listened to um, Mary J. Blige, 2001, Hateration. I wish he did listen, but he didn't listen. And that's his fault that he didn't listen to Auntie Mary J. with the platinum wig. That was never a part that happened in the song. It did. I, I listened to it. I listened to. I was. I was there in 106 in Park, and I heard it. And I said, "Ooh, no one corrected me." Yo, what just never- happened? I don't know what is going on. What just happened? I, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna get yelled at. That's what's happened. Oh, that, I feel that like was we, category I feel like, five. I feel like oh. we touch. I feel like we touch everything that we needed to on both um, Big Pop. Um, everything on Big Pop Day podcast, we reviewed. We gave our predictions. We talked about um, payback review, and we're gonna end the show because it's already been two hours. So, real quick, um, Storm. We just the part where we plug our stuff. So you're the guest here, Storm. So please, why don't you tell people? About you, where they can find you, and all that stuff. The floor is yours. Uh, Twitter feed at Desert Storm four five nine. That's kind of the, the name for everything. My Instagram, my Facebook, uh, my Twitch. Catch me on every, I think two or three times a week, um, where I'm doing rapid fire reviews, or just sometimes mainstays. Where I'll, as of lately, I've been doing a lot of Street Fighter six, just ranking up with everybody online. Um, so definitely stop by, watch a few matches, and. If you want to drop your PSN tag name or drop your Capcom fighter name, I'll be more than happy to face you. Um, and we do it live, baby. We do it live. Um, it's always a pleasure. Um, if not, you probably catch me invading one of Cap's streams. Um, just let it be known, I will be invading Dead by Daylight Cap. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely. And uh, hopefully, this won't be my last time here on the Big Pop Theory because you guys are fun as hell. We are fun as hell. So, uh, Shay Sawyer, I know that you are, um, Shay Sawyer, she, she, she works worse. So, Sawyer, please tell, uh, the lovely viewers listening, um, where they can find you, please. Uh, you can find me at Shay Sawyer underscore, and you can find me on Thursdays for Women's Wrestling Talk podcast. Uh, for the Rising Sun Rundown, where we go over uh, a good, mo- for the most part, we go over stardom, but we kind of spread it out. Um, and then on at 7 o'clock for the NXT after show as well. And at 11 o'clock for the Challenge USA, uh, that's on Unpopular Review, and obviously here. <laughs> I need to watch an episode of that. 
No, it's it's really great. They do a fantastic job. Her and Mike Knox on Unpopular Review. There's going to be link to um, the wrestling and also the entertainment. And we'll make sure to add your link too for um, Twitch. Um, you can catch me on Unpopular Review. I do the NXT review show after show, like immediately after it's over. I'm there 10 minutes after yelling and talking about how did I mention how Ubuntu Guerrero is the greatest luchador of all time? I feel like I didn't say that in this episode. I feel like that was such a disturbance. But you can catch me on, on Tuesdays and sometimes on Wednesday we talk about um, this is um, for the entertainment side on, on Public Review, we talk about Superman. It's called the uh, My Adventures of Superman. It's like an anime thing. It's a fantastic show, honestly. It's it's fun. It's great. So if you have HBO Max or you have Adult Swim, check it out. It's a it's a honestly a fun show and maybe a bigger fan of Superman. Um, oh. and you can also catch me on Twitch. I I uh, I was streaming today. I seen today because obviously when this episode airs, it's gonna be on the Monday, but um. This little channel is growing, and I appreciate people who uh, subscribe, and it's fantastic. I play Spider-Man, and I get upset because um, I lose a lot. But um, we, we appreciate you guys for listening to the Big Pop Theory Podcast. We hope that you... The one thing that I know for myself and Sawyer, we want you guys to have a good time here. And, um, you know, we don't really have a lot of, we don't have guests a lot. So we want to say, say don't make it sound like I want to see everybody with a miserable no, time. Hell no, no, I want everybody to have some fun. I, I, if, if I can talk, I, I, if I can have the opportunity to speak, I want to say, because we are not used to having a guest on here, but we do appreciate you being on air with us. Storm, um, thank you for being here with us. And uh, please just I acknowledge you, um, Grand Poobah. Thank you, sir. Um, Where's my acknowledgement? I acknowledge the greatest queen of them all, Cat. Thank you, and I acknowledge you. That's nothing. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm kind of hurt because, like, what, what, what about me? There was a there, there was a silence there, and I understand. But I do sit here and say we do appreciate you being our first official guest host, um, Storm Four Five Nine. Please give this guy a follow on uh, Twitch, and um, we're going to be back here with more content for the Big Pop Day podcast. And um, we hope that you guys enjoyed the show. So, real quick, before I give the floor to you, Shay Sawyer. Um, I usually say any last words. So, any last words? Storm four five nine. Um, be kind to others. Um, and just remember, you guys are all great in your own type of way. Um, I'm talking to both my co-hosts and those who listen to the fans who listen to the show. You just remember, you're all amazing, and um, no matter what, don't let any obstacles stand in your way. Um, I wish nothing but the best. And life is short. Don't, don't waste it on being angry, being upset, or even giving off or taking in any type of energy that doesn't need to be around you. Enjoy your life, man. Live it to the fullest. Smile. Enjoy it. Mm. 
That was some great. That was good. good. That was good. How do you top that? But so I, I take the floor. Oh, oh! I have to say some final words. Sure. Yes, ma'am. That's grand slam pop. Oh. Grand slam cap. That's what we're gonna call you from now on. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not calling it that at all. Hater. Um, right? Such a hater. You just wanted to be back on the show. Don't act like you won't invite me back. I, I won't. I'll, I'll, oh. so, I'll, I'll invite you back. This is why she's Grand Slam Count. This is going to be a conversation after the show, but um, <laughs> but I do, I do concur with. I love having fun on this show. I love talking about wrestling and wrestling subjective. Um, but be kind to people. Um, I think that's such an important thing, and I, and I love that you said that. Be kind to people. It's kind of hard. I understand. Be kind to people. Be lovely. And um, we're going to be back here for episode... Sorry, we, we're on episode 39, and we're going to go on episode 40 next week. And next month, we will make a year. We have to figure out something. But um, we want to say thank you guys for listening to the Big Pop Daily Podcast. We hope you enjoy. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And if you can, if you on any of those things, I think it's more Apple Podcasts. Give us a review. Give us a five star. If if we're worthy of it, give us a five star. If not, talk about it. I I want we want to talk wrestling. Our biggest thing is to entertain you guys, and we hope that you guys enjoyed this. And with that all said, uh, we're gonna I'm gonna give you the last words, Sawyer. Uh, say some last words before we go home. I, I'm talking to you, Sawyer. <laughs> I already said that's the end. I said bye. I said my words. I just wanted you to say bye. I did when I said Grand Slam pop. It's supposed to be like a cool closeout. And you making me say it again. I, Goodbye. I and that's the show. Thank you guys for watching. <laughs> the Big Pop Day. Listen to the Big Pop Day podcast. It's going to be links. And we see you guys next week.